tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. That's right, guys. We have a very special episode for you. Third episode this week. Because we love you, but let's get some business done real quick. Uh, if you want to support the show, please go to the Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash tinfoilhat. I'm putting up three hours every week on there, interviewing all my favorite comics and all my favorite friends in the conspiracy world, discussing everything. It's a great way to support the show that allows us to have stuff like this nice studio. We also have the t-shirts available. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com and you can grab all your favorites. We got the Unabomber's Right, I Killed Epstein, Alien Shot JFK, Psychic Bigfoot, and Once Upon a Time on This Flat Earth. All those are available for you. Great way to support the show. Guys, I'm going to bring in our guests real quick. Okay, joining me as always is my man, my sidekick, my brother from another mother, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? And today's show is sponsored <laughs> by a very special Twitter account. Uh, you might know him as the guy who runs the ones and twos. Please welcome Johnny Woodard. What is your Twitter account? It is at Johnny Woodard on Twitter. S spell it. At J-O-H-N-N-Y. W O O D A R D. Johnny's got a new girl, so he's got to get those numbers up, <laughs> so he can impress true. the lady, so she doesn't leave him. So she she doesn't leave him for like a SoundCloud rapper That's or right. something <laughs> like that. So get those numbers up. Uh, joining me in studio is one of my best friends in the world. This man's changed my life, and I will I will take a bullet for him. I love him. The one only Mr. Eddie Bravo. Thank you for having me again. Bravo. We please Bravo. You can't whisper. You whisper on the show, everybody <laughs> yells at us about how they can't hear you. So um, real quick, we got some dates coming up. Obviously, I had a child. We haven't been able to do a lot of dates, uh, but we have some in town. We're working on more in L.A. right now. Uh, you can find us at, uh, April 11th at the at the Rec Room in Huntington Beach. Now, there's going to be two shows, okay? There's going to be the live stand-up show, and then after that, we're doing a live podcast. Eddie may join us, may not. We don't know, depending on how he feels at the moment. But anonymously, uh, anonymously, anonym yeah, we'll be what? Anonymously, <laughs> anonymously, will be joining us live there. So it will be at least the two of us. And word on the street, the guy who sponsored the show will be doing stand up that night. Oh. Johnny Wooder will be doing his first set in Southern Cal. The long I time heard that. Wow. That is April 11th, and then May 1st we are at Spokane at the Spokane Comedy Club, and then May 2nd we're at the Tacoma Comedy Club, and then May 9th. Wow, we're banging it out. We're at the Den in Chicago. Bam. Eddie, I love you. I love you too, dog. Real quick, Eddie, how did the uh, show that you did where you just make up comedy on the spot, how'd that go? <clears throat> 
Well, the the rule is you're not supposed to do any material yeah. that uh, <laughs> you've you've done before. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's kind of it's kind of it's it's tricky. So um, you're supposed to um, just listen to what the crowd shouts out and just yeah. take suggestions. Yeah, and how that go? And then it went pretty good. It went in not bad. But one guy yelled out. Elon Musk. Oh yeah. Oh. And I was like, damn, I did some. I had some material like a year ago on Elon Musk, and I thought about it for two seconds. By the way, should I do that? Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. Should I? Yeah. 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 I I did it, dude. You know, everybody (laughs) does that. They all act like they just made up something, and they do. Oh yeah. Oh okay. But you should try to do stuff on the spot if you can. Hey, they yelled out Elon Musk. I didn't. I'm like, (laughs) could you hear? Could you hear Joe Rogan going? Conspiracies in the uh, back? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> that was a fun night, Tuesday night. Everybody got uh, pretty high, and everyone was having a good time. It yeah, was a it magical was awesome. night in the it main awesome. room. I love it. And uh, I'm glad you're there. And you are, you are actually at the next one, which is Comedy Chaos, February 25th in the main room. Hell you yeah. are, in fact, booked. Uh, very excited about our guest who's joining us. He is in L.A. this Sunday. He has a huge show called All is a Tome. Please welcome a legend of the game, one of the OGs, Santos Bonacci, everybody. How are you, brother? Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, Great to be here. I hit you up a long time ago, but I know you were super busy, so the fact that you know you were able to come in studio when you're in L.A. is uh, such a blessing, so thank you. I know you're in town with a big event coming on, so why don't you tell our listeners and our viewers exactly what the event is? Great. Well, it's All Is Atum is the title. What I'll be talking about is what did that? What does that mean? The Egyptians had that as their main axiom. That was their motto. And most of the world did as well. The Greeks echoed it as well with the atomic theory. So um, everything is atomic. The problem is most people don't know what an atom is. And when you learn and know what an atom is, it's, it is a trinity, a neutron, a proton, an electron, you will find that that trinity transfers into every other field of human knowledge. In religion, it's called the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, my God. In science, it's dielectricity, magnetism, and electricity, the three field modalities of the universe. Everything is magnetic. In fact, God is magnetism. Most people will laugh at that because they see little magnets pushing each other and attracting, and they think, oh, this is a clever little powerful thing. And Energy is conscious. Energy is intelligent. Nothing is not. And that's what God is. God is. It is magnetism. So people are going to see that not only, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be theorizing. It's not theories. It's not my theories. I'm not smart enough to make theories. Uh, it's just proof and extensive, exhaustive, comprehensive proof, simple, that nature is simple. And we come from the field, the cosmos, the field, and the field is what most people call God. Right, And the field is dielectric black light, which has its opposite and equal co-eternal white light, the yin and yang, which is magnetism. So there in the yin and yang is the secret. Basically, I'll be starting with that, oh. the simple things of light and sound and magnetism to so explain what, everything. What do you say to religious people that uh, that believe that Jesus was the 
literal son of God. God uh, got Mary pregnant. Joseph, how pissed was he? What do you? What do you? Who's more pissed than? Who's more pissed than Joseph? Who buys that story, by the way? Okay. No, but but what do you say? Because there's religious people that follow, like it literally, and I don't know what. For me to say I know what God is, I don't know what God is. I believe Jesus was a person who was super knowledgeable, and then later the Catholic Church or whatever made him into a superstar rock star, and that's not really what he wanted to be, and they just did it just for whatever reason. Um, what do you say to those people who believe that uh, Jesus was actually the son of God and God impregnated Mary, Joseph lost his mind? What? Who hated God more than Joseph? Anybody? <laughs> jo Joseph probably started the Illuminati. You know what I mean? He probably started Satanism. Yeah. Great, great question. Before I start, just remember one thing. Uh, Joseph is, in the Greek system, Saturn. Saturn? His son, Jesus, is Jupiter Zeus, Jesus. Thank you, Christians, for preserving the name of Zeus in Jesus. Oh, my God. And Mary, the consort of Kronos or Saturn, Rhea, is Maria. And I'll get to, I'll get to how you get Saturn from Joseph <laughs> in a minute. So when you, when, if, if the individual is intelligent, sorry, Eric, you, uh, Eddie, you asked the question. When the, um, the individual is intelligent, I will tailor that and try to, try to help them to see the true answer. If they're not, well, you just have to walk away or just do your best. But what I would try to do is establish the fact that if they want a literal Jesus, that's fine. You know, you go ahead. Children are taught about a literal Santa and they're waiting at the chimney for Santa to photograph him coming down the chimney, right? Because he's real, right? And then they learn he's not. The same thing is with Jesus. It's the same archetype. Jesus is a hero archetype. It is the best model you could possibly have. It's in the scriptures. It doesn't need to be literal. It is literary. The Bible is a literary work and a masterpiece at that. It's not a literal document. It can't be. You can't have enough truth crammed into a small book like that in a literal manner. It doesn't work. It has to be literary because the myth contains more truth than billions of books. One sentence in one myth. And that's what the Bible is. It's mythological. It's cosmological. So when you do your due diligence and you do comparative studies in all religions, Bhagavad Gita, Zendavesta, Ennead, uh, the, well, the Ennead, of course, yeah, Virgil's Ennead, all of them, all the masterpieces, you will find that it's always dealing with the same archetype. Jesus in Egypt 5,000 years earlier was Horus. In uh, India, it's Krishna, right? Now, some people will automatically say, oh, no, 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 the devil did that to confuse true Christians. It made it look similar that there's other Jesuses and he's born on the 25th of December and he had 12 disciples and he, his mother was a virgin, just like Krishna's. They will turn around like they've been trained to and brainwashed and they'll say, oh, yeah, but the devil did the, um, I think it's called the uh, diabolical mimicry theory. That's their way of saying, hey, uh, of... of explaining why it looks like there was one universal religion once, which there was. It's called the perennial philosophy or the Prisca Theologia, which I teach, syncretism. Amen, dude. 
Yep. And then something happened. Some kind of uh, trauma or, um, you know, an event which caused... I, I would explain it as we went from golden to silver to bronze to now the Iron Age and we've lost all of that consciousness. So we look at the scriptures and we we don't understand it. Yeah, imagine, they look imagine, like Jack and Jill stories. Yeah, right. Imagine going to a primitive in the Amazon and showing this computer. You know, he'll stone you to death because you've yeah. got this witchcraft. This computer's witch, witchcraft. How can you put people on a, in a little box, you know? So this is what we have. We have the, all these beautiful ancient texts which no one understands. And what I'm going to do in all these Atum presentation on Sunday is show people how to understand all scriptures, all fields of human knowledge, chemistry, uh, the periodic table. All of it, all of it is simple. It's so simple and will all be understood. Where can they grab tickets before we go? Because I want to grab tickets. Where can we grab tickets? You can go to allatum.eventbrite.com. Okay, so just Google basically all... No, 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 no. I'll, I'll Maybe you should say that into his mic. Yeah. Spe- can, can you, can you say it into the microphone? Yeah. If people are looking to grab tickets for Santa's show, they can go to allisatum.eventbrite.com. That is A-T-U-M for all is a tum. A-T-U-M. All is a tum. Yeah. All is a tum. The, uh, and that's Adam. And it is. Latin. For you want to go? Beautiful. A tum. And then uh, Eventbrite. Put Eventbrite in there so that they can find it. Go Eventbrite. So do you believe that Jesus Event. was never a person? Good question, Eddie. Look, uh, I, I believe he wasn't. No, he I, wasn't. I, I don't. No. I believe he was only because because the, the, the Jews uh, don't, they believe that Jesus was um, uh, existed, but he wasn't a God, and Christians turned him into a God. Same thing with Muslims, right? They believe he existed, but he wasn't a God. He was just a person, right? Mm-hmm. So if he actually didn't exist, the Jews and the Muslims would say, dude, you guys are retarded. He never existed. There's no proof that he existed. But they're not into Jesus, but they admit that he existed it's all as power a ranking. So that's why I, I think that, okay, maybe he did exist. Beautiful. Good question. That's a good angle, by the way, too. That makes you, makes you think. So we've got an Old Testament and a New Testament. In the Old Testament, he's a bad God, right? Kill yeah. the Canaanites, murder them, dash their children against the crag, kill the Amorites when you go into the Promised Land, the Jebusites, the Canaanites. That's what turns everyone off to God right there, the right. Old Testament. They're like, no way is that a real God. That sounds like Satan. It right? is. Yeah. It is. It's Satan. Sad. That's why you've got the book of Chronicles in the Old Testament, Chronos. Yes, it's, it's all Chronos. Then you've got the New Testament where Jesus turns up, Jupiter Zeus, the son of Saturn. And he's a good guy. Well, in astrology, Jupiter is a benefactor, a, um, a great benefic. Interesting. That was a good slip because Jesus is a benefactor in theology in astrology he's a greater benefic saturn is the greater malefic bad mal is bad right yes okay so you see the bad old testament of the jews and then you've got the christian greek scriptures so you go over to the west now you're over in rome territory greece etc now you've got a zeus as their hero you see jesus 
So he turns. But Zeus is also in the story is the guy who slays Kronos, right? Is that am I am I correct on that? Exactly. So Kronos wasn't his real daddy, right? You right. see this daddy issue? It transfers over into the Christian theology. Joseph is the foster father. So how do you get Joseph from Saturn? Well, Sat becomes Set, becomes Seth, becomes Seth. Joseph, Father oh, Seth. Oh, oh, oh man! Rhea becomes Mother Rhea, Maria, oh, and their son, the King of Kings, which Zeus is the God of Gods, who stands on Mount Olympus, whereas Jesus stands on the Mount of Olives. Same mountain. If you if you study Zeus and the Greeks, and then you study the Christian Greek scriptures, you'll find exactly the same story. Different names. Like, if I go to Mexico, which I am next week, the car there is called Goche. I can't say, I can't use an English word. Where's the car? Get me the car. I have to say Goche. But it's right. the same thing. It's still a Mercedes-Benz or okay. whatever brand it is. It's a car. So if you're calling him Krishna in India, and then you're worshipping him as Christ in the West... It's all the same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's like, like uh, uh, Eskimos have 40 words for snow. It's all snow, though. It's all snow. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, the question is... Is there a group of people who manipulate these stories? Meaning, like, if you look at all these religions, right, there's this book inserted that kind of changes the angle in, or, or the direction that the religion goes into. We have uh, the Talmud, right? We have the Bible, and as great as the Bible is, it does kind of go a little different than what, was, what Christians were doing before that. And then you have um, uh, the... The Torah, the, uh, the, the, the Muslim book, uh, the Quran, you know, and they all have these interesting stories where like uh, some prophet met an angel and the angel said something so incredibly holy that they couldn't even write it down. And that these are verbal kind of uh, 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 <coughs> records of what was said. And it's like that's a very interesting moment which there could be a manipulation that, that changes. And these, these little verbal uh, records all have a little something in it that helps the other religions get angry at that religion. And then that, that takes this one religion, divides it into many religions, and now everybody's fighting. Even though in a weird way, they're all worshipping the same religion. But there's little things that each one of them kind of hates, you know, about what the other one's doing. That's right. I was a Jehovah's Witness for 30 years. I remember condemning the Mormons because their Jesus is different to the Seventh-day Adventist one. One can drink coffee. One can have alcohol. Others, churches say no. So to answer your questions, yes, there is a group of people, and those groups are called churches. You need we need to run away from churches because they're corporatized. They all have their 501c3 <laughs> registrations. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? Which means they are subject not to God, as the Apostle Peter said. We worship God as ruler rather than men. We will do God's law, which means the law of magnetism, of nature, rather than man's positive law, which you find in books, which doesn't apply to human beings. It applies to the birth certificate... Um, citizenship name which is a vatican owned vessel in commerce so are we true christians free or do we subscribe to churches which have manipulated our own sacred texts like the bible which is my favorite book and the best syncretism philosophical mystical book and astrological ever written ever i was just going to ask you uh 
are there any positives to the Bible? Because it yeah. sounds like you're, you're uh, it sounded like you were like, I'm sure there's Christians losing their fucking mind right now. <laughs> uh, but now you're saying, you know, you answered the question for me. You're saying it's your favorite book. The books, the sacred books are our illumination. If you know how to read. So there's, the a, there's a positive purpose for the book. So there's good stuff. The books are important. Absolutely. The Bible, what's, um, now, first of all, there's so many different versions of the Bible. How do you know which one is the one you should uh, really uh, um, spend time with? To me, it's like music. There's so many genres of music. You know, I like rock and roll. I like blues, baroque, and I just listen to them all. They're all going to help you enjoy music. When you you should have, I, I do comparative Bibles, so I've got about eight different versions, so I can just check the Strong's Concordance and see the true root in Greek and Hebrew, which I know and have studied so i can guide myself as to the true meaning and nuance of that word because you know you've got some very very uh very uh poor trans poorly translated scriptures like the jehovah's new world translation new world <laughs> <Yeah>. translation <laughs> yes i interviewed jordan maxwell just uh <laughs> love him six weeks ago you did last yeah. week love got him. that thank love you very much jordan <laughs> maxwell yeah. who's that again he's an og he's an og of this whole thing dude he's can i see a picture of him uh, jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well check out him on uh mind there he is yeah that's jordan right he's over wonderful which right one here, there's right black here. guys right there's right white right guys here. right here oh, okay right here he's wonderful dude he's what, wonderful what's his uh he was breaking down. He has talked about how um, the Vatican is probably the source of a lot of power. You were bringing up the birth certificates and stuff like that. Jesuits. He talks about how like the swastika is an old Indian sign of peace that you actually find in many very ancient synagogues. Yeah. And again, this comes back to kind of what I want to talk to you about, how what is up is really down. For sure. And like nobody, and it like, who are these people manipulating these things? You know, serpent versus eagle, all that stuff, ancient knowledge. We just did a big episode on them just destroying all these very sacred historical sites because they want to wipe out where what our true uh, origins are. And they want us to believe we're on this rock hurling around, blah, blah, blah. And that's all they want you to know. When in reality, the, whatever we're on, and I don't know what it is, this guy's opened my mind to it could be a lot different than what we think, that, that we're on something special. Whatever that is, I don't know. I'm, I'm open the mind to learn. But there's a lot of information out there that they don't want you to know. And that the Vatican or the black nobility or the house of Windsor or whoever it is, has been manipulating all these stories over time. Beautiful. Do you think it's possible that there really was a person uh, named Jesus? Of course. That, uh, you know, yes. Did all the yes, I do. It's possible. Think about it. You're Mex are you from Latin America? I believe Mexican. you are. Mexican. Okay. Yeah. How many Jesuses are there? A lot of Jesus. Thousands of Jesus. Millions. Just right. like Muhammad. There's Thousands of Zeus's. Muhammad is the most yeah. uh, common name in the world. Thank, Thank you Muhammad, very much. Yeah. I know. There you go. My name, Santo, in Italian. It's Saint. I, I call yeah. myself Santos because of my music career. I play uh, Spanish instrumental guitar, flamenco, Latin jazz. I've done that all my life. So, But it's Santo. What is it? Saint. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we've got Jesus. We've got Muhammad. We've got Santo. These names, they are holy names. They have come down from holy places. 
and and it gives a it gives you a holiness. Your parents name you that because they want you to be that. They want you to be a saint, santo. They want you to be Jesus, a benefic, a charitable planet, Zeus, Jupiter, very benefic, good rays of light. Whereas Saturn's rays are cold and dry, very constrictive. Oh. Jupiter's are hot and moist. So to answer your question, Eddie, because I know this is a very important one before we go on. Um, yes, there were. And there would have been someone that was a standout named Jesus because the Essenes, think about it, the Essenes and the Therapeutae, they were there in the Middle East hundreds of years before the Romans tell us that Jesus incarnated. And they were worshipping a guy called Esa. Well, in Arabic, Esa is Jesus, Jesus. So the Essenes were talking about Jesus and this character. The Nag Hammadi Gospels had him thousands of years in Egypt. Everywhere you go, there's this many, 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 many Gospels of Jesus, Yeshua, Yesus, Chesa, Esa, Yesa. It's the essence. Yes. It's the essence. It's I Jupiter, the that. essence of Jupiter. So sure, someone was going to eventually turn up that's called Jesus, stand out, does all the things that are in the, in the books, and gets a title, gets worthiness. You see gurus today. Like the crucifixion, do you think? That really happened, yeah. that yes. event, that yeah. day? It's yeah. happening everywhere in, in Freemasonry. Yeah. You've got to go through the 33 degrees of the ordeals, and in the end they put you on a cross, and they, they make you go through these ordeals to get crucified and to become Christianed, really? enlightened. They do it all the time. They play out all the biblical Egyptian, ancient Egyptian. What Jesus did is just uh, like a storyboard, uh, like Hollywood does for a movie, which they do in Freemasonry today. There's tribes in, in South America that still do it. Yeah. They literally, they'll sit there for the whole day and they're tied up and they get a nail that goes in their arm and their leg and they'll sit there for in front of the sun and it's just part of like becoming a man type of thing. What? Yeah. The, the ordeals. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the, cru dude. the crucifixion. We yeah. all have to do it. Think about it. Your body, when you stand erect with your arms outstretched, it's a cross. Yeah. You have an anatomy, all is a tomb. Yeah. You're made of atoms. Yeah. So you are entombed. You are light entombed in your anatomy. From the womb to the tomb, said Plato. Oh, yeah. Right. So, and that's why a, a tomb looks like the womb. You go to the cemetery, you see wombs. Yeah. Because that's where they've gone back to the tomb. Oh. And it's all atom. That's what I'm going to be teaching. It's so simple. Everything is atomic. Everything. So going back to that group you're talking about, churches. They are the ones who are interfering with our scriptures and interpreting them and blinding people and confusing them. Back to Jordan Maxwell, I didn't finish that. Um, he was a Jehovah's Witness too. So if you go to my two-hour interview with him, you will learn a lot about one group called the Jehovah's Witnesses and how they are controlled by who? The Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, the Vatican Jesuits' primary money or uh, managing families. The Rothschilds have been managing <coughs> the Vatican's finances since 1829. Yeah. They are the ones <coughs> who are screwing with our Bibles. They are the ones. Jordan Maxwell revealed that <coughs> he was, when he was living in LA, the witnesses would have conventions here and he was in the group of the inner circle. He would go to their functions, etc. And he happened to be sitting next to a Greek guy 
who was in the financial department and Jordan has a lot of curious questions so naturally asked how do you fund all this since you're only getting donations and etc how do you have all these great hotels in Brooklyn New York and and Patterson upstate New York and Pennsylvania Allegheny there where they Charles Taze Russell began etc russell family is rothschild russell is russell's are behind all the uh heroin uh, opium and funded many of these ivy league schools the russell trust they've they they created the skulls and crossbones to make it so the very rich had a head up on everybody yep yale university russell russell trust so he the guy, the Greek guy in the finance department said, well, it's, it's easy. We have open checkbooks from Chase Manhattan and JP Morgan and whatever we need. We need a hotel room to further our publishing work, write out a check. Who owns Chase Manhattan? The Jesuits. They control all the money. The Vatican black nobility families. You know? Oh, man. Now we're getting to what I've been wanting to talk about forever. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable how hard it is to find information on the black nobility. I've said this before. It is so secret, the black nobility, that there's never been a rap group or hip-hop label called the black nobility. You would think that'd be the first name out the gate. Nobody knows about these people. Nobody can barely even say who they are, what, what their names are. It's unbelievable the secretiveness behind this group of people who are really a giant power structure a top of the power structure of the of of this whatever we live on yeah these uh, these families began more or less in venice venice is uh the Ven venetian comes from phoenician yeah right? right so the hebrew language is the phoenician language so what happened was the phoenicians were great in trade and law writing. So they were the first ones to write maritime and admiralty law and commerce. And of course, they were all around the world. They went to England in the tin mines, thousands of years. What is maritime law? I hate to interrupt your groove, but we've heard Water. this a lot. The law of the oceans, not the law of the land, common law. There's two laws. One is the law of the land where you stand on, your nation, its laws, its customs, you follow those. Maritime law is the law of the oceans, where vessels go upon it, then the law in those vessels is admiralty laws, because you've got an admiral in the ship, and he's floating the ship. So all the people on the ship, they are now in admiralty law, which is under admiralty law, which is from the Vatican. Because the Venetians, who put themselves on an island in water, are the owners of this system and what they've done is they've put you on there because you've got a citizenship they've put you on there you you you. we've all got a birth Ship. certificate right with the all caps name now you have a citizenship you are on the ship you're doing commerce and they are doing commerce with your name your birth certi certificate is a bond you are a billionaire if you check in um the website called um there is a website uh where you can check your stocks if you put your birth certificate number in, I've checked mine, billions worth. of dollars. You're worth billions? On the stock exchange, yes. Yes. That's why when the cops get you, they want your, to find you, they want your, and take you to court, they want your all caps name, especially your surname, not your Christian name. That's yours. Remember, Jesus said, in my name, you shall be saved only. In other words, 
not the surname. You didn't copyright it. The Vatican did. It's Crown Kronos copyrighted. All these people oh, who work oh, for the Crown, man. they are working for Satan. Kronos. Crown. Kronos. He's the one with the crown. He's the one with the rings. As Virgil said, only Saturn has the crown. Sound is, Saturn is the crowned one, the coronado. Oh, my God. So they work for the crown. They work for Cronus. They work for Satan. The bar, the Jesuits, the Freemasons, it's all what one. Is, what is group. Satan? Saturn. But what is that? Is that like an entity? Is it a person? Or is it just, is it, uh, it's just a, a belief system? Right? It's all evil entities who do the will of Satan. Is it's Satan? not one entity. No, demons are entities. Yeah. And what's Satan, though? Is Satan the opposite of, uh, is there an opposite of Satan? Like, that would be God, right? Yes, it would be. It would be Jupiter. Because in the world, in, in our cosmos, there are seven planets which make all these frequencies happen to coagulate and coalesce and make tables, what's solid, liquid, gas and plasma. The seven planets, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Sun, Mars, Jupiter and Saturn, those seven which are aligned with your seven chakras, and that's how you have a body, a subtle body, because you have seven chakras, they are disks. Chakra means disk in Sanskrit of energy, of light. So you have seven in you. The color of the rainbow is in you. The bottom one's red, the top one's blue. Red shift, blue shift. Your red, blue, Democrat, Republican, red, blue. Red pill, blue pill. R roses, red, violets are blue. Red siren, blue siren. Red tap, blue tap. Because those colors, so your torso is a torus field. You have an aura going around you. It goes in your perineum, uh, in your fontanelle and out your perineum at the red shift. In here, blue shift. Violet, indigo, blue chakra. So your torso knows about red shift, blue shift. How do we know th uh, that uh, those colors um, are, are real? Like, Is there like uh, some kind of infrared goggles we could look? Wouldn't that be cool if we could put on some goggles and see all the chakras? Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. How do we know that... What's the what's the proof that they're? You always, I mean, I go to yoga. I see, you know, when I when I go to the bathroom, they got a, a chakra mm -hmm. uh, chart, big mm -hmm. ass one. I'm taking the league. I'm always looking at that. I'm like trying to remember that shit. <laughs> Yellow, <laughs> green, red. Like, <laughs> how do we know that's real? Because of the frequency, and they tell you the red chakra has four petals in Hindu. They say four petals. The orange one above has six. The yellow one has ten. The green heart chakra has 12. This one has 16. The third eye has 96. Top one, indigo, a violet, has 1,000. When you add all the six bottom ones, you come to 144. Thank you, Bible, Revelation 14. When you multiply with the 1,000-petaled lotus on the top, the crown, Kronos chakra, oh. then you get 144,000, the magical number. It's in you. It's in your chakras. So why has the bottom one got four petals, and why has, which is red, and why has the blue chakra got 16 petals? Because they're telling you it has a higher frequency. And if you get a blue laser as opposed to a red laser, which one is going to burn you, burn you more? Which one's more powerful, red or blue? Blue. 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 
Yeah, because it has Star a higher Wars capacity. Blue, blue lasers are good. Red, Red laser, is bad. Yeah, right. there was that uh, speed metal band in the eighties uh, called Agent Steel. And uh, they had a song that went 144 with the opening, the opening of the door. I don't know, 144. I never knew what the fuck that meant, but now I do. <laughs> right, and in the Bible, in Revelation 14, it says, And the holy ones, uh, the 144,000, stand upon Mount Zion with the Lamb of God, and they sing a new song. It's the same thing, Eddie. That's the same thing. They're telling you how you can raise your consciousness from uh, survival sexuality and power to heart living speaking the truth and the head heaven head is heaven oh man your heel is hell heel hell head heaven same oh my god dude all is atum so when you climb through those chakras when you raise your energy level the capacitance of each chakra is more like your lasers is higher so your spirituality is higher right and so what happens is the mountain that the 144,000 are standing on, that's your vertebrae. It's called Mount Meru. And it's in the middle of the disc flat earth. Mount Meru, it's called Merudanda. Your spinal column is called Merudanda. It's a mountain. And on top of the mountain is the Lamb of God, Aries, my sign. Aries is the cerebrum, the cerebram, the Ram of God. So the Lamb of God is standing upon Mount Zion, your vertebrae, with the 144,000 singing a new song. Why is it a new song? Because your consciousness is different there. You're not singing the same old song of, oh, I want money, I want a girl, I want, I want a car. and all. Of what you now want is you want to ascend and you want to escape the material entrapments, disentangle yourself from reincarnating yes, in misery. escape the matrix. And be unlimited and unconditioned and have your full power restored. Your full magic, magnetic power. We're just waiting for that to happen. Amen, dude. But we have to do the good works. Moderation, no addictions. What do you think? What do you think the the planets are? Are they lights? Is it is it like? Is, it's not like dirt or like no. It's the planets aren't like Mars. Isn't like dirt. No, it not not at all. So they're not what landing. They? So they're not landing Mars rovers on Mars, right? Not at all. Okay, not oh. at all. What but, are they doing? It's fake. Well, it's what they're doing is they're going to places like Greenland with very very uh, exotic uh, landscape, and they're making it look like it, and then they're color coloring it to look red and what have you. Wikipedia, if you go to Wikipedia, which I'm in now, and you look up under Saturn, in the first sentence it will tell you that Saturn is a gas giant, and then you go to Jupiter and it tells you that Jupiter is a gas giant. Then you ask what the sun is, they say it's hydrogen and helium. Well, that's gas. Why is Venus or Mars or or the moon where they landed, why is it an exception? You can see with your own eyes that it's a light. Ptolemy, for thousands of years before the Jesuit Copernicus turned up and made a spinning ball, was saying all of the seven planets are entirely luminous there it is they are portals they are holes in the sky the the great italian genius pierluigi gina who was a uh, uh, a colleague of marconi the inventor of the radio thank you very much these two geniuses he uh studied the sun and energy and he's a he's a stationary earther he's insisted up until the day he died, 2004, you see him on YouTube, little Italian man saying, La terra è ferma. He says, me and Marconi discovered that the earth is stationary. It doesn't move. 
And then he takes you into his laboratory and shows you with strobe lights how you can prove quite easily that the Earth does not move. Oh, here we go. Well, We're he in it. He said the stars are holes in the sky. So that got me thinking. The Greeks said that the stars are like nailed onto the firmament. Uh, the Babylonians says that the stars are glued onto a, a, like an aerogel sort of floating in space uh, chandelier type thing where all the stars and, and the seven planets are going around on the ecliptic and they said that's like a chandelier and they're pinned to it they're holes in the sky they are holy holes uh, hallowed that's why the word holy you look at the word holy you can be a hole or you can be whole that's what holy means to be whole to be sane sano in Italian, in latin means to be whole insane means to be not whole you're not whole. So someone you say, oh, he's insane, means he's not complete. So a hole in the sky. See, we come from the stars, right? Our young yeah, children. They're we in call, us. We're all stars, all right? Young children we call youngsters. Our sisters we call spinsters. Good people we call masters. Bad people we call fraudsters, gangsters, and mobsters. Religious people, ministers, stars. and pastors. Stars. Cool people in Hollywood we call rock stars, movie stars, superstars. Stars. Uh, imposters, disasters, but we're all stars, you see? So we know, and what, what are our, where do we come from? Our ancestors. Well, a star is a star. So we know we come from them, and we're stardust, and we're going back to the stars, but they are lights in the firmament, and they are actually holes, which are portals, wormholes, you see? The sun is the main wormhole. Early Christians, the true ones, the Gnostics, before the, the Roman BS story, they were called heliognostics. Can anyone inter explain what that word means? Heliognostic. Center. Uh, we no, uh, someone who doesn't believe in the sun. No, not heliocentric. No. Heliognostic. Gnostic means to know, like a Gnostic Christian. Gnosticism. About the sky? Yeah, they knew about the sun. A heliognostic. Helios is the sun, right? Yeah. Early Christians were called heliognostics because they knew, like the Egyptians who would wake up watching the sun and putting their palms up to the sun in the morning and sun gazing barefoot like this with their palms. Palm is an anagram for lamp, Hold right? That, so you, you, you try putting your, your palms up to the sun and you will feel what's going on. You see these healers? You're telling me healers? that we're supposed to stare at the sun? I do it every day. And, and what do they it. tell you? Don't stare at the sun. It's like what is up is really down. Because it makes people dumb. The sun is the primary intellect of the universe. It is the primary vital source of every atom that exists. Without the sun, no atom would dance anywhere in the universe, in this solar system. So doesn't it make you blind, though? Doesn't it hurt your eyes? Hasn't made me blind. I can see you guys perfectly. How I've long been doing do you it for stare 10 at years. it? As long as I want. Any time of the day. Bang. No, not the first time. You have first to get time, used to it. Make yeah, make sure it's low in the sky. There's a guy on YouTube called uh, Hira Ratan, Hira Ratan Manik. He's a Hindu guy Here, who, look do, it who does that. Hero, <laughs> try. Look and he hero. teaches: watch the sun when it's low in the sky, rising is best or setting, and then the UV factors index is very low, so you can you won't hurt your eyes. Start with 10 seconds and then build up 10 seconds every day. I'm on to as long as I. As long as I want to. In the, in the middle of the day, you could just look right at the sun. Easy, easy, easy. So you gotta, you gotta work up to it. You have to work up to it. 
And then what are the benefits again? <gasps> Consciousness. Once you make a loop with the sun, because it's a conscious being, it's Michael, the archangel, it's God. The sun is God. It is our magnetic God. It's magnetism is best. Doesn't doesn't science say that it's like a nuclear explosions? Like it's uh, like. <laughs> well, fission? Walter Russell debunked that 70, 80 years ago. Walter Russell is. Um, I'm going to be doing most of his work on Sunday. I'm going to be speaking from his mind because he knew what the atom was. How he wrote did, a how book. Did, how did mainstream, <clears throat> the mainstream science of the sun get debunked? Explain that a little bit. Because like, if you look at, at, at any science book, it says that it's like nuclear bombs going off or something, right? Check out a guy called Eric Dollard on YouTube. He's a great scientist. I think he was here in, in, in California till the government destroyed his 20th laboratory. And he is one of the best magnetricians. If you want to know about magnetism, Ken Wheeler, Eric Dollard, he talks about the sun. He says the sun's cold. The only arcing, it's empty. It's a black. When you see sunspots in the, hole, in the sun, which I can see just by sun gazing, I see sunspots, black holes. It's because the sun is empty. It's a portal. The moon is empty. You can see on the new moon, you can see a ring and there's black and you can see it's a hole. You, clearly, it's a hole. You go through it. Oh, you're telling me there's no moon there? There is. There but is. It's not, a it's not a solid object? Is that what... Is that, am I, I mean, not solid as we know solid. It's, it's a more attenuated transcendental material. Atoms can act differently when they're in a different dimension this it's transit what you are seeing there is the dance of the gods the moon the sun these are gods they are gods they are archangels the jews they'll tell you in kabbalah they'll tell you the moon is raphael mercury is gabriel etc the sun is michael how the, how how um they say the sun is 93 million miles away how far do you think it really is that's or, 60 to 100 miles 60 to 100 miles away N probably not even i might be so wrong it's probably just more local and it looks really close when you look does. at it, it's like it's right there how is it 93 million miles away yeah where'd they get that number how do they what are they trying to do what is nasa trying to do with with all their uh space science they're trying to make a godless world of oh my god everyone is insignificant except for the rich people who've got all the money they're significant because they're on the glossy magazines you're not and yeah. the suns, and we're hurtling through space, and, and we don't know when it's all going to blow up, and blah, 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 and there's, there's no an organized... There's an asteroid coming. We need, a, we need an asteroid tax, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give us some money. We'll stop it. We've got the technology. Yeah. Right? So yeah. they're saying there's aliens, so if there's other aliens, we're insignificant? There's Are there aliens? Uh, well, it depends what you s call alien. In Bhagavad Gita, they tell you that the demonic p entities that have been... Under the Earth, there are seven more planets that are disks. What? Yeah. So dimensions. In the, in the fifth seven flat worlds? Pretty much. Yes, yeah, seven like levels. Like a book. So like that's, where that's where hollow theory and flat Earth yes, collide. Exactly. Or, no, syncretize. Yeah. I've syncretized yeah. it in all my countless, countless flat Earth videos that I've been making since 2015. I was one of the first ones that jumped on the flat Earth. And when you went to Google and put flat Earth in, Guess who was number one for two years in a row between 2016 and 2017? More than Eric Dubé. My yeah, man. Yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. My man. Because I was putting out so many presentations because I'm coming from the Jewish tradition. I'm coming from Bhagavad Gita. I'm showing how the Bible proves it with great etymological proofs. And no one else is doing that. Eric Dubé is not doing that. He's doing science straight. And all these other guys, they're just doing their, which is good. 
no right, judgment, right. but gonna, I'm the only one good. who can show you from astrology, from the Bible, and from the East, and from all traditions, how they all syncretize and concur that the Earth is a stationary horizontal plane. I love You this, have to do man. it like that. If you don't do it like that, you can't do it properly. You can't just have one angle. You can't just say, oh, all the scientific experiments that have been conducted prove George Airy, James Bradley, Sunyak, Michelson Morley, they all prove that the Earth is stationary, and that's your one angle. You can't just have one angle. See, I've, I do that and all the other angles. You have to do that. I it's got to be it, comprehensive dude. for people to then embrace the truth. So we are living... <clears throat> is this a dimension or is it a is a is it solidified is it like what are we living in an energy force that has multiple layers <clears throat> you know there's a whole thing with anunnaki your thoughts on anunnaki well you know the kabbalistic tree right I, there it is I, there the 10 sephiroth your 10 fingers there's uh Keitha, who's where's the camera there they're all over there, the there you go and there's malkuth the earth now that's Keitha, which is ether that's Earth, which is solid, and that's where we live in Malkuth. Okay. Right? Then you've got all the elements. There's five elements, right? Ether, that's why you do thumbs up. Good on you, man. Because that's ether. Yeah. Ether, fire, plasma, air, gas, water, liquid. I'm going from the platonic solids to what science calls them now. And earth, solid. So is it a dimension? Yes, it is. It's, but it's all these things. It's all of the Kabbalistic tree from right. Keitha to earth, which is ether to earther, same word. So if you're asking, what's the earth? Well, it's just ether in a gross, more solidified form. So however you look here and whatever you do, you are the same in your etheric body, which is wrapped around you in an aura. Okay, so for instance, if you uh, get your arm amputated because it's so painful and it's got, uh, you know, whatever, some disease, years later you can still be feeling the pain from it, right? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Because the magnetic ether is still there. Your, eth your etheric wow. hand is still there. You can't amputate that. And the pain is in it. Because if you've got pain here in your mind and physical body, psychosomatic, physical and psychological then it must be in the ether as well because everything departs from there where we go wrong is we've become we've followed materialist scientists like yes. newton aristotle and einstein they are materialists not plato who was transcendentalists so i'm a neoplatonist but that was done on purpose right we, exactly we put these guys i you know i talk about it with the you know they're called the uh, boule, and like they've they've created these guys in the black community to drive this group of people a certain way, to think a certain way, act a certain way. They did that with science. They took these scientists, they push them to the front, and they push the narrative that these people at the top wanted them to push. And we, and the truth of the matter is that human beings are trustworthy people. Mm -hmm. They want to believe what you, because they're good people, they want to think you're good people. You see that a lot with these prank shows, right? Really what prank shows are is you're just fooling nice people. That's right. And that's what science has done. Science has just fooled nice people who want to believe in their fellow man to believe a narrative that very dark, dark people want to push on them. And they put stooges like Bill Nye, the liar guy, <laughs> and um, Mike, uh, 
uh, what's his name? What's his Neil, name? Neil deGrasse. Black Jesus. <laughs> DeGrasse. You know? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Despicable Tyson. Yeah. Well, well, these guys are just, they're, they're stooges and they're, they're voice pieces. What they want you to believe is that everything comes from the material substance, you know, like a, a, a primordial soup. And then we evolved through that and, and it was unconscious. But somehow consciousness and love and affection and music and all these other transcendental gifts that we have evolved from that, right? Whereas scripture and true science really teaches that everything, everything that you see with your physical eyes that is electrical comes from counter space. Eric Dollard, Ken Wheeler, all of, all of these great real scientists will tell you that. Er, uh, what is counter space? Okay. Fortunately, we have a really good example of how to explain how we come here and how everything comes here via the computer. Yeah. If you go and buy a hard drive, 50 gig hard drive, and it's empty, does, and it's, you've got a same, the same brand and it's full. It's got 50 gigabyte of photos and movies and all sorts of stuff on it. Which one weighs more? That one does. Does it? No, it doesn't. Come on, XG. They weigh <laughs> the same. And yet this, <laughs> this one's full and this one's empty. How is it that a computer full of data still weighs the same? Because the files, they're in counter space. They're not spatial. They're zeros and ones. They do not occupy any space. You can't open a hard drive and say, oh, there you, there you go, there's my photo. Yeah. Like a doctor can't open your heart and say, counter oh, there's space. that bad emotion that, that caused the heart attack. You didn't forgive your brother 10 years ago. Now we have to operate on your heart. Let's get this emotion and chuck it out. Let's check out your brain too and pull out all the bad thoughts. They're not there. Where are they? They're stored in counter space. So what happens is... Where is counter space? Exactly. Well, it's the transcendence. It's counter space is not visible to us, but it is where everything comes from. And atoms, redshift, blue shift, are what brings them out into the material world by means of a vibration, a toroidal field. You see, a torus field, like your torso, yeah. is a, it's redshift, blue shift. You see, there is a red and blue yin and yang, which is always a subset to the black and white yin and yang. And the red and blue yin and yang is on the Korean flag. The South Korean flag has the red and blue yin and yang. All they're telling you on that flag is that those are the two colours of polarity of the vibratory physical world. The magnetic radiation world is not physical. Magnetism which is 10 billion times more powerful than electricity, is spiritual. Thank you, John Mawelski. Electricity is physical. This is electric. Your spirit and soul, magnetic. Ma so it's magnetism versus electricity in a weird way. So my whole theory is like nothing is real. I don't know if it's real, but it's all vibrations, right? Like this is of I, uh, there's a program or something zero ones and two that tells me my program or my energy that when I touch this this is what I feel mm -hmm. it's not it's not necessarily real or is it real I don't know but this is just vibrations it is real but it's temporal your you, it gives you the illusion of permanence. This table won't be here in a couple hundred years. The atoms will just disperse, ah. decay, and transmute into something else. Decay so is it is real, but temporary. That's why um, it's an illusion. Now, if, if we went back in time with an iPhone, you know, just a couple hundred years ago, 
and showed people videos and pictures, they would think it was some kind of supernatural device, mm -hmm. right? For sure. Like, mm -hmm. there's no way this, this is like some magic shit, right? Mm. So, um, when you're, when you're uh, talking about like our creator and uh, who created this and what this creation is, is it, it like to us, it seems uh, supernatural. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever created this created some supernatural thing. But maybe it's uh, super high level technology, mm -hmm. what we're in, like this. Maybe, what do you think about that? Like, uh, Absolutely. Simulation. Absolutely. Earth, Earth is an anagram for theater. Shakespeare, thank you. Earth is, this Earth is a stage, it's a theater. And it's projected from the sun. The sun is the projector, the screen, the theater is the Earth. So wow. we are being projected onto this theater by our Father who art in heaven, the Son, the Son of God. Thank you, Jordan Maxwell, as well. Son, S-O-N, and S-U-N are the same word. That's why Jesus says, no one goes to the Father except through me. You cannot go to counter space except through the wormhole portal gate of heaven, which is the Son and Savior. The Son is our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we must be saved through the sun. You can't go through any other hole in the firmament. It has to be the, the sun. sun. Now, who created the sun, in your opinion? There you go. Good one. So, in yeah, points, dude. Yep. All the ancient Greek questions. Need, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the sun is created. There's there's three suns, by the way. Like there's three of you: spirit, soul, and body. Okay. There has to be. It can't work any other way. Otherwise, you wouldn't be animated. You the spirit and the soul are different? Absolutely, they're different. What's the difference? They are one, but they are different. And as magnetism and electricity are one, but different, you have to understand this. It's like fire has always got light and heat to it. But heat is different to fire. I can get heat without a fire. But fire is never separate oh. from heat. So fire is one. Heat is another, but they are one. And... um. Light, which comes from fire, is also different, but they're all one. It's a yeah, trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire is a trinity. Water the same. You get ice, you get water flowing, and you get gas. Well, there you go. Water is three states, so it's a trinity. Everything's a trinity. right? So who created the sun? Well, the Mithraics and the Zoroastrians, they taught that there are three suns. The one you see is the physical and it makes the physical world. It's mental. Uh, sorry, physical. Then the one behind the sun, they say the sun behind the sun, is the soul of the sun. Soul, S-O-U-L, is the same as soul, solar. Yeah. Sol invictus, it was called. The invincible sun, sol invictus. It's the soul of the universe. The spirit of the universe is the the highest Godhead, the monad, the highest part of the Godhead, okay? So like a computer, the spirit is the file because it is spiritual. You can't touch it. You can't touch those zeros and ones. They're in counter space. They're in crystals. They're energy. They're not even forms. They're just energy. And yet, RAM in the computer delivers it to your screen. So RAM, which in Sanskrit coincidentally means soul, Rama, Sri Rama, the god of the Hebrews, Ram, so means soul. That's your Ram in your computer. The theater is the screen. That's your physical body, right? So the computer's teaching you how everything works. 
just your computer alone. Is, is, is uh, our computers uh, like, uh, um, like sacred? I mean, how do they control? How, how do they organize and store video that you can't see that's not in there, but it delivers it to your screen? That's kind of magic, isn't it? Yeah. It is magic. It is sacred. You hit it on the head. It is. This, this is amazing technology. They, they've had it all along because they know. Crystal. They don't want to explain it, do they? They don't really no. want Because no one knows how it works. No one knows how this goddamn iPhone works. It's magical. This is magic. Mm -hmm. I'm getting video from Australia? Mm -hmm. Streaming? Instantly. That's magic. It's magic. And you know why? Because it's magnetism. M-A-G, magic is M-A-G, magnetism. And ah. mag in Sanskrit, mag in Sanskrit means to move. Thank you very much. So magnetism is the motion of white light which makes all of this theatre. Hence, that information that we're talking to someone across the, you know, the world, the earth, and instantly it's going through the ether. That's why. It's going through the ether. They tell you that radio waves go through the air. They tell you that um, uh, some other waves go through the water and everything. What about the ether? Einstein destroyed the ether, whereas guys like Tesla, Eric Dollard now, uh, Ken Wheeler, they're bringing back the ether. Thank you very much. When they did the inferometer experiment, Sanyak and Michelson-Morley, to see if the earth is moving, what they did was they made this big table that turns and they had light projecting from this angle contrary to the supposed motion of the earth and then one's going in this way which is going to with the flow of the earth and what happens was they shot a beam of light across to a reflector split the beam split it again split it again and then recombined the the beams of light and they didn't have any interference patterns proving that if you've got a round table that is turning on a spinning earth and you have beams going across each other, split and then recombined with no interference patterns, then nothing is moving that is solid. It's the ether. They proved, Michelson-Morley, that the ether exists. Thank you, Pierluigi Aguino as well, the Italian genius who said, the sun is rotating above our heads in the ether. And Marconi, they all knew this. They uh, are they... Are they part of the filament? I mean, like, is it, are they inside it or are they just part of it? Inside. They are inside of it. With the stars? Or in, what are you talking they about? They are on the hold. filament. The, the stars, stars are on the inside of the filament. No, they're, no, the stars they're, they're, they're the stars in the holes. filament. They are you in. see a star that's a hole, a hole. in the filament. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes, but the sun is on the ecliptic under the stars. The fix, they are called the fixed stars. Then the seven planets, we're calling them planets, but they are called the wanderers. The Greeks called them the seven wanderers, okay? Because they also look just like the stars, but they keep moving. Whereas, you know, Taurus and Aries, their positions never move, never move. And yet Jupiter's going through them every year, you know, like and Mercury and the sun, they're going through them on the ecliptic. Well, those seven planets, according to the Jewish system, like the Russian dolls, like an onion, layers within la layers, we on the earth, we are one layer. Then the moon's layer, the moon is the first portal. She's the first wormhole. She has the first sphere above our heads. I, I believe that's what, the, uh, what they call the ionosphere, the troposphere, and all yeah. these spheres. And then they call them belts. Kuiper belt, Van asteroid Allen. Belt, Van Allen belt. Van Allen belt. Belt, 
Sphere belts. There's all sphere. the belts, man. Astro belt, Van Allen belt. Those are just the planetary spheres. Oh, they are belts. Man. They are Johnny's belts. mind is blown. Look at him. Mm-hmm. I, dude. Mm-hmm. I knew. I knew that. That's what those. So, belts do you think um, <clears throat> Nikola Tesla figured out, or did he know that we were on some? Uh, flat motionless plane oh absolutely absolutely how do we know that he figured that out there was a quote from him that said that we're living in a realm yeah that is I, a, it I is a realm that. i'm not sure realm it's a how mansion come, how realm come, how come there he died like in 47 or something right mm-hmm. how, how come there isn't any uh, video of him giving speeches or talking or interviews exactly why mm. they wiped them i don't know P- possibly too dangerous and and you see, if you knew that the material model is wrong and the atomic model is wrong, it's a transcendental... Dude, you just blew my mind. Yeah, if you knew it, then you'd, so you would be free from this system in every way possible, as I am. You would be totally, totally free from all of their mind control programs because you would know that you come from the transcendence. You'll work it out if you meditate on your computer how everything comes from... What is not seen? The Bible says that. It says, we know that everything that is seen comes from what is not seen. It's reverse. Do you think there's some kind of intelligence, like the, the, uh, the creator, the person or thing or entity that made this system, whatever all, it is? All the stuff that you're, you're um, talking about had to be created. Mm-hmm. Right by absolutely, and and so who is that guy? The creator, the creator is the dyad, the godhead. God is a monad at the top. Monad monos means one, unity. That's where we come from. We come from that. Is source. he a thing? And what's is the he's purpose? He's an intelligent and being with what? a personality. In the East, they say it's Krishna, the supreme personality <laughs> of Godhead, the supreme personality of Godhead. Under him comes Vishnu, Brahma, Shiva, etc. Because why? Because monad becomes a dyad. Monad two. is the name? Yep. Mon- the monad. How do you spell that? Mon. Like the moon, mono, with an A-D on the end of it. Monad. Like M-O-O-N-A-D. M-O-N-A-D. Monad. Monad. Under the monad comes the dyad. Under that comes the triad. Under that comes the tetrad, four. The, the tetragrammaton, uh, for instance. And where do these names come from? India? No, this is in the West. Uh, Hermeticism teaches it. What religion got it? Which religion is uh, got it closest to being correct? The Hindu? Is that the closest? I think so. Hindu probably got it the closest? Bhagavad Gita still pristine and not tampered with, whereas the Bible has been <laughs> manipulated. Manipulated. But you can still... It's still cool. The Bible is still understandable. If you watch my vids, you'll understand how I'm to appreciate I'm that great these book. Out. Great book. It's, 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 it's so much information. Book of Enoch? What do you know about that? Well, again, that's Moses. Enoch is, Enoch is Hermes, is Mercury, the planet, is Buddha, is Nebo, Nebuchadnezzar. All of those words, that's Mercury. Hermes, the book of Hermes. See, Mo- Moses has two tablets. The book of Enoch is two tablets. Hermes has his two green tablets. It's all that. It's all the same thing. It's the messenger of God. It's the word of God. The intelligence communication from source to human beings. When you meditate, when you meditate, you go into the magnetic field where you are one and still, and all of that information comes to you. That's how the gurus got it. 
The secret is meditation. So what do you think? Stillness. What do you think? The, I'm okay, in. So you're saying you're saying the stars, and uh, the wandering stars, aka planets, are holes in the firmament, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're looking at, we're looking at what's beyond the firmament through those holes, those lights, right? Exactly. So that would mean that the firmament is what's rotating, right? The firmament's rotating. Exactly. Not actual stars floating in the sky spinning it's the holes that are spinning like a chandelier according to bhagavad-gita canto 5 it says the earth is a bumandula Manda bu means plane it's a plane mandala a mandala is is a, a like a square or a circle with all those beautiful shapes the earth is called bumandula on the island of jambudweep and in the center is mount meru and brahma sits on top brahma is jehovah abraham sits on top of that mountain and from that mountain, that magnetic mountain, it shoots on onto the firmament and creates the wormhole of the sun. It makes it from Mount Meru. It is a clock which turns every 24 hours. It turns and it projects from the center of the earth, magnetic, onto the firmament. But oh, so, so the sun's coming from the center of the earth, coming from the North Pole, basically. It is. And now, is, how is Polaris, which is coincidentally right above the North Pole, and that's the only fixed star, doesn't move. How do, what, is, what is the relationship between Polaris and the North Pole? Polaris in acupuncture is right here at the top of your head. When I was doing acupuncture, uh, I learned that there are 12 meridians in your body and Polaris is sitting right on top of your head. This is the dome, the firmament is here. This is the vault of heaven, head because all of the spiritual intelligence stuff happens here. There is another dome, your abdomen. That's another dome. So there are, there's a dome and then there's a vault of heaven above that. And that's where the true sun is, where the light is coming through those holes. So the sun has not got its... It is original magnetic source light, but from another source. It's a transmitter. Thank you, Eric Dollard. He said, who says that the sun is a transmitter from, of primary energy to secondary energy. Well, I've just explained that theologically, from the monad to the dyad, because the sun is the creator of this world. Walter Russell said that. He said, every little atom that exists and dances on this, whatever we see, comes from the sun. Everything. The sun is the creator, not the prime creator. Like a carpenter, he gets bricks and wood and makes a house he can't say he made the bricks and the wood but he can say that he created and built the house but he's not the creator he created the house he's a builder so the builder is the sun but the cre the true prime creator is the original light in the dome of heaven Monad. above the abdomen where we live we live in the heart of the god system because heart is an anagram for earth heart and earth this is where we live. We live in the heart of God. Thank you, Neoplatonists. Yes, I've heard that. We live in this giant being, right? On a horizontal vertical plane. Because <clears throat> your heart is radiating horizontally. When people meet you and they've got a radiating heart, it's radiating horizontally. That's what it's doing. It's radiating in every direction, but it is a plane horizontally. And then you have a vertical ecliptic going through you as well and all the zodiac signs go through your body aries is the cerebrum taurus is the cerebellum the cerebellum the motor 
the motor nerves, areas of the sensory nerves, oh my brain. God. So that's why the, the torus is strong, right? It's, it's, they're strong, right? So it's it's because it's the motor nerves. They they own that system. Gemini, the twins. There's your twins. Twin lungs. Cancer is the chest. Leo is the heart. The lion heart. Virgo is the belly. Libra, the the the, the scales are the two kidneys. Yin and yang. Scorpio is the generative system. <laughs> Ovaries and testes. Hell yeah. Sagittarius is the hips. Hippo means horse. Hips. There you go. Everybody's walking on their Sagittarius hippos. Capricorn's the knees. Aquarius is the shins. And the two feet are the two fish of Pisces. Your body is Adam Cadmon. It is an ideal blueprint from the transcendence, which comes out in atoms, red shift, blue shift, and manifests in this plane called the Earth, which is a theater. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. It really is simple. It's they don't simple, want but you to know this. so deep. Because then you would know that when your body, which gets old and decays because it's a vibratory body, it's not a ra radiation body. Well, it is radiation as well, but because your body mainly vibrates and is made of atoms, it must decay and must die. They want you to believe that that's it. That was, that, that, that was your chance, man. You only get one chance in the ring, dude. Now you've done it. You've blown your chance. No, we are immortal. We have two lives, an immortal one and a repeatedly mortal one. Gods are mortal men, men, uh, rather the other way around. Gods are immortal men and men are mortal gods. Is life kind of like a movie where... Mortal gods. We are mortal gods. Where, is life kind of like a movie where um, everybody knows you go, you go, to your, go see a movie with, uh, with one of your friends. If your friend already saw the movie... He knows, everybody knows, it's, it's a universal law. Do not spoil the goddamn movie. Don't tell me what happens at the end. Everybody knows that. Like, you want to go through the journey, right? It's not the destination, it's the journey, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe, uh, like, you know, some sometimes you wonder, like, why can't I just be born and know where I came from and know what, the, what God really is and know what this really is? It, do we, do we... Uh, First of all, do we choose to uh, be born? And do we choose to be born not knowing anything? Because that's what life's about, is trying to figure it out. Like, if we were born knowing everything, would that be bad for this life? It could be. Because when you come in, you sign a contract. Not uh, you, think, you think we choose to be born? Like, we're in this other dimension or whatever it is, and... We tell whoever's in charge, like, hey, it's time. To, I want to go back down and do it again. Yes. Yes. You believe There's that? two ways. Okay. There are t according to the Hermetica, there are two ways of getting down here. You are forced to, to help others and to learn lessons, or you chose to. Because you what is see the, the plight of What man. is the purpose of, of learning lessons and becoming enlightened? What is the, what purpose, is the purpose of life? Because it helps, it helps uh, in the heaven world. Like, it's, like, you can't hang out up there unless you, you know learn some lessons and then you're ready to live in this eternal heaven like what's the why experience makes one greater and better uh, why is that better in heaven to be greater and better aren't you just everyone's just great in heaven sure it's like you're sitting in your 
your mansion and you've got a beautiful swimming pool and you're swimming in and you love it, it's great. It's a great modality in a way to enjoy yourself. But don't you enjoy yourself more when you've got your best friends over and you're having a party? And it's like, whoa, I can share it. Yeah. I'm sharing it. It's better. So when even I'm in even in whatever heaven is, there's levels of uh, there's VIP happiness. rooms. For yes, there is. V- there are. Hmm. Yeah. In Krishna's realm, which is called Vrindavan, there is pure bliss. In Vishnu's world, which is called Vaikuntha, you have a different system, but it's 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 still bliss. Then you've got the Brahmajyoti in Brahma's realm. You've got Shiva's realm. You've got many realms. Here we are in a place which is very, very unique. The basement. Pretty much, but <laughs> so it's a good one. With a big screen. So this yeah. is kind of like Dante's Inferno? It is. It is. But Thank you very much. Shit. It's Whoa, a divine XG. comedy. Twice this week. Beautiful. We've got paradise, purgatory, and hell here contemporaneously. That's what's going on. So this and is you hell? can choose. Yeah. It, it is, but it's also paradise. In school, is there, is there really a hell? A lake of fire yeah, where you burn and all that forever? Literally, hell is a condition first. Secondly, it's a location. You bring that comes with the condition. So as I was saying before, the in Bhagavad Gita Canto five, it says that all of those seven planets under the earth where the aliens are coming from through Antarctica or through the North Pole oh, and shit. selling us all this technology to enslave us, they are actually in demonic planes. Those are called uh, Atala, Putala. The bottom one's called Putala. Now, in Spanish, you know, Hijo puta. de Puta? Yeah, yeah? yeah. right. Puta. puta. All right, so. That could be good sometimes, but go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. <laughs> so. Putala. Don't, don't talk shit on putas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out on putas. We'll give him a break. Every now and then, you yeah. need one. So, so that's what they say. They, they are called the heavenly subterranean planets, but they are also hellish. Because what happens there is people choose to go there. You know, like the black nobility families, your Bushes, your Rothschilds, they know they're going there and they don't care because there's more pleasure there than on earth. But where pleasure is is always the Pain. flip side of the coin, pain. So here we are exp- we're blessed enough to experience pleasure, but we will always have the opposite side, pain as well. It's pleasure, pain. But it's less intense, the pleasure and the pain, than down there. Down there, they have much more intense pleasure and material riches, but they also have intense pain and anguish. And they are, they've taken over this plane, the earth plane, the middle plane, it's like the bottom chakras have taken over the heart chakra. And think about it. The, this is the earth, which is the heart. It's green. Well, the, green, the, the earth's green. When you look up to the firmament, what color is it? Blue. That's why when you look up from green, what's that color? Red. Blue. 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 Now, blue's blue. down the bottom. Okay. Red bottom. So when you look down from the earth down to the Putala regions, what are you seeing? Red. Yellow, orange, and red. Red shift is hell. It's da- always down on a torso system. Red is always down the bottom. It's the long wave. It has low capacitance. A long wave has low capacitance. Short wave, blue, has a lot of capacitance. It's different in the spatial world. If you've got a big suitcase, you carry a lot of stuff in the airport. Right. If you've got a small suitcase, you can only carry your toothbrush and, brush and a few things. Light is different. This, indig- this violet light here is the most high-capacitance light. Red is the lowest capacitance. Red's not good? 
It's fear-based. It's, it's material. So when someone says you're getting red-pilled, is that not good? Well, it's not supposed to be. The blue pill is softer, isn't it? They're going to look after you with the blue pill. They're going to treat you nice. The red pill is harsh. You know everything. You don't, and they don't, it's not good to know everything. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. or take, you take that or, red pill. You live on a spaceship like the Matrix, and mm-hmm. you eat a, a slop and mush. Mm-hmm. Or take the blue pill. You get the steak. Get the, who, I, I, who is the black nobility? You mentioned them. They are these demons that have come and kind of taken over this plane, and they're controlling everything. Who... Where, like, I, I believe that, <clears throat> you know, the story of Jesus, whether he existed or not, we hear the story. Jesus walks into the market, sees the bankers are selling uh, interest, knocks it over, says, hey, you, you can't do that. Uh, these bankers get uh, the, Catholic, the Romans to kill Jesus. They blame the Jews. And I think that's the story of today. Everyone's blaming the Jews for everything when it's really the bankers and the Romans that are doing everything. It's the exact same thing. I try to tell people, I'm like, dude, it's not Jews. We're playing the same. It's the same story that was done with Jesus. Even if he wasn't, whatever that story is, I think these bankers were the black nobility people. I could be wrong on that, that we're bringing pain and suffering to the world. Who are the black nobility? Babylonian, Luciferian, does it all come from that? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. The, the underground uh, greys and reptilians and whoever, whatever you want to call them, uh, they, to take over this plane, these demonic entities, they had to have their representatives permanently fixed up here. So your bushes and all of these people, clearly you can see that they look different to most good-looking humans with right. passion and empathy. They're cold-blooded. They've got reptilian eyes. They're sleazy. They're dirty souls. You can tell oh, they're dirty, that. putrid, like yeah. demons. They are the children. That's why they're the blue bloods. We're the red bloods. Red blood, blue blood. So they they work with them. They have all the technology. They've hoarded it. They've, they're controlling it, etc. The black nobility started what's called Ifondi, the funds. In other words, they, they started like trust funds in, in Venice. That's where all the birth certificates are held. It has to be held on water. It can't be held on the land because law of the land trumps law of the water. Right? So what they did was they created Venice from Rome. They went to Venice, the black nobility, and they started... The black nobility doesn't mean that they... A lot of people think it's because the Phoenicians were black people. They were. were. The Canaanites were dark. It's not because of their skin colour or anything like that. It's because of their black deeds. Because they operate on a very, very satanic system, which which is the left-hand path, not the right-hand path. This is the path we're on. Truth, love, compassion for your fellow man, charity. That's the right side? That's the right side. Purity. This is the way you ascend back to heaven on Jacob's ladder. The left-hand path, which most of you Hollywood folks out the back here are following, all these Satanists with their child sacrifices yeah. and adrenochrome parties and what have you, they are on, on the left. On the left. Yeah, Isn't they're that going crazy down that to they're, hell. They're on the left too, like literally. Yeah, Democrats yeah. left. Whereas yeah. your Republican is more sort of conservative because they're yeah. trying to conserve. Where did the Bushes fall in that? Because they were always part of the Republican. Good party. point. I always got confused with that because why? Because both of them now are have been co-opted, right? What they used to mean is not what they are now, okay? So conservatism is good when you're conserving something that's good. Yeah. Progressive is good too when, you, when you're really progressing into something that's good and leaving behind some bad shit. Yeah. They're both good and they're both bad. 
depends how they're manipulated. It's so issue the issue. The black nobility have jumped into the puppet master and grabbed control of both hands. Red shift, blue shift. Republicans are red, Democrats are blue. Neither of them gives a shit about you. <laughs> so that's yeah. what they're doing. Are they are they families? Are they the thirteen families? families? Are is the black nobility made up of the thirteen families, or are they just a different group of people? No, it's always thirteen families. Uh, the most powerful family here in the American shores who came over are the Collins family. Collins comes from Colon, Cristobal Colon, who is Columbus. Hence, you've got. The District of Columbia, the Knights of Columbia, yeah. Columbia Pictures, Columbia the Country, British Columbia. Who owns that? Families. They own them. That's why they have their separate state laws because it goes back to their separate trust funds that they created. District in of Columbia. Right? Yeah. Did you yeah. say that? I said yeah. that one. Yeah, DC. DC. Now, DC, is that not part of the United States or is it so? Because they always say they complain they can't vote in america but that's done on purpose right that it's it's kind of like the city of london and the vatican it's its own sovereign thing am i wrong on that or is, is that the un it is the farnese family owns it and the orsini and i think the colonna absolutely the colonna family which is collins the collins family they own it all it's their property uh colombia is colomb which is the dove which is david and the star of david is saturn which is Kronos. So it's the district of Kronos. Replace Columbia with Kronos. It's the district of Satan and the satanic families who come from under the earth, from hell, to pollute our minds with all this perversity that's going on in the world, uh, sexualizing little children so that they, you know, can... But what happens when children get sexualized is that demon entities come through their portals, through their Taurus field, and occupy them and pervert them. And that's why... You know, these deviates who are sexual deviates, they want more. They want adrenochrome. They want snuff films. We want pedophilia now. We're going to have great little kids. We want bestiality. They, they're not stopping at just, you know, a guy having some hardcore sex with a beautiful woman, you know, which is soft porn, right? Oh. Now it is. Now it is. <laughs> yeah. Now it is. Right. So, but how do you get from soft porn or whatever, uh, MTV, which is masonic television designed to destroy and pervert children oh, it worked on me oh my god it worked on me, worked on me too that's why they have the 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 astronaut landing on the moon they were just like putting in your face oh yeah oh man mtv works great whoever and came that, up with that fucking idea masonic that motherfucker got a big raise you and know what i mean rockefeller said dude here's two trillion bonus <laughs> you know what i mean mtv mm -hmm. and why did it go away it worked so well why did it go away? Because it had its purpose. It's done. Yeah. Its, now they've moved on. Yeah. Now they're bringing oh, LGBT yeah. freaking. No, they, they probably mind. they probably figured out because that uh, because what killed music videos was reality TV. So they probably figured, fuck, reality TV is way better than music videos. Mm -hmm. But music videos work so well though too. Well, it's I mean, it got they me. Still I watched them. It's just on YouTube. I was chasing mansions and orgies my whole life. Yeah. I, I want that. I wanted to be a rock star. I'm yeah, like, man, I, I gotta have that. Oh mm -hmm. man, I wanted what Motley Crue had. Yes. That's what I wanted. It's because mm -hmm. reality TV is a 30 minute show. A music video is three minutes, and then if you don't like that music video, what do you they do? Keep, you know, that's the problem. They have to keep changing yeah. it because the next music video, the next yeah. song sucks, and you change yeah, it. But how do we keep them longer? We got to put minutes. that fucking New Jersey yeah. Shore on. Yep. Give them a season, a full season. So reality TV killed music videos. They probably okay. realized this is way better. Mm -hmm. Way better. Oh, show them what Mo to do. Mob Wives. 
I was down with Mob Wives, dude. I fucking <laughs> love that show. And it was just nonsense. So the black new the black nobility are the thirteen original families created by the whole stories Anunnakis to uh, to control mm -hmm. us. Yep. And who are the uh, the Anunnakis? Were gods that came down, created us. To, to mine gold is what they say. Or not to mine gold, or mine gold, or to... That shit's not true. Think about this. I, I was I was so balls deep in the whole Anunnaki story and the 10th planet that I called my jujitsu system 10th planet. I was balls deep in that. And then I'd every now and then I'd read a debunker and he would say, look, look at Zachary Sitchin. Look look at it where his office is at. It's in the Rockefeller building. He's a Rockefeller guy there. there. And I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up with that. You know what I mean? But then now when you look back at it, you're like, damn, that was just another... Neil deGrasse Tyson, but a different department. So, so, but okay. So we'll take that. So these demons on these lower planes created these thirteen families to represent them on this plane. Inseminated them, basically. That's why they say that they can't marry commoners and they have to keep their bloodlines pure. They inseminated them. Yeah, they got humans and just you know struck a deal with them. I guess is, is it, life. It, I'm sorry. Is life on that plane anything we would recognize as life? I mean, does it look like life on this planet down well, below? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They've got mansions and you know lakes. It's like Vegas, like yeah, Super Vegas. Pretty much, but they they don't look like they're not as pr you know good looking as we are. We're empathetic. We've got pure, beautiful beauty in our hearts. We are empathetic. We look after our brothers. They don't kill their brothers. And they're allowed to do that down there. Different laws. They can murder and plunder. And it doesn't how matter. Do you get, how do you get there physically? Do you, North Pole? Bad deeds. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, physically. <laughs> yeah, physically. Yeah. So there's a physical way. Are they trying to keep us from the North Pole? Yeah. For that very reason, because that's it's guarded, right? <laughs> what you work so out. you see these these shows on Discovery and all that. Oh, we got we're here. We're at the North Pole. We made it. Oh my God, we made it. Then a helicopter picks them up, and they're all they're all jumping up and down. Uh, that's just all for show, right? Oh, that's total baloney. Absolutely. Yeah. No one's going to the North Pole. No, the North Pole is is re it's set below the surface of the Earth. It's a little bit lower, and it's 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 a very tropical, warm place. It's. Uh, uh, like the Bermuda Triangle, you know how people say that planes go missing yeah. and stuff there, something like that. I think it's connected to that as well. Yeah, I think so for sure. Okay. 100%. So do you think? Do you think like um, you know, like the high level Rockefellers, like those the ones that are like 102? Do you think every now and then they take jets to uh, the North Pole? Yeah, and like the elite are hanging out. Dude, in the North Pole. They got straight under the ground. Does, there. does Green does Greenland have something to do with the elite and the North Pole? Is that like I bet I, why would you know the people running this plane? Like why wouldn't they have giant uh, you know territories where you know like Greenland where no one really goes to? It's so all this land. How are they going to let that go to waste? Of course they they probably have like huge cities there where the elite can. Uh, retire to maybe they think you know after a while when uh, someone you know gets caught doing enough shit they probably tell them listen we got to fake your death and you got to go to Greenland well the Nazis are. right is that what's going yes. on yes yeah. it is that's that, that's that island where Marilyn Monroe and all the famous people are supposedly there hiding out, Epstein's right? probably in Greenland <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, right, dude right. his plane flew to, flew to Antarctica mm. right after his death there you go what do you think's going on in Antarctica I'd love to know, but there was a Tasmanian uh, colleague of Admiral Byrd who was called Sir Captain George Hubert Wilkins, who logged in his logbook that he went past Antarctica 5,000 miles and found lands 
everywhere. Admiral Lands, Byrd said that too. Uh, yes. He said that on that one TV show in the 50s. Do you think, like, he was on that show, he's on TV, that, that TV station and show had to be controlled by, you know, the Rockefellers. Like, why would they let him say that? Did they want him to say that to... Conf for another reason like is there another reason yeah we had him say that because we wanted like why was he allowed to talk or did he do that uh, uh you know without permission and then that did they kill him like what do you think like he got on a tv show and started talking about land way past uh the wall know, yeah where there was no ice and it was tropical and there was all the all these minerals and oil and coal and all this shit did they want him to say that to, for another, for some weird reason, or did he fuck up by saying that? What do you think? Good question. I, I don't really know. I've pondered that many times. I, what I do see, though, is a very Freemasonic uh, setup that it was, just like the astronauts when they came back, you know, and they had their first uh, interview and nobody could get their stories <laughs> right. And Dude, and they were like so like depressed. And, <laughs> and they're looking at each other going, oh, I hope this guy says something like, oh, yeah. I don't want to put. <laughs> Yeah, those guys look depressed. Unbelievable. It's, that was Freemasonic. So these, the, I, I hate, I hate going back to because the black nobility. So okay, so hold on. Let me, let me, okay. let me connect Freemasonry and all that um, satanic stuff with the black nobility. Like, how does that connect? What, what is the timeline? How does that connect? So, so Jesuits. Um, I need to put some money in my my oh, meter. Oh shit. Uh, here, here. Can we pause? Is it possible to pause, Johnny? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take a piss too. Let's pause. Let's all pause. Let's pause. Beautiful. And hold the thought. Let me just say this. So, the black nobility, which I believe is the power structure, black pope, power structure. Okay, uh, Jesuits. How does that all connect into Freemasonry? Freemasonry. Are they just the? I mean, we have the Jesuits. They're just, uh, you know, bodyguards. But I mean, we got we got the Jesu Knights of the Templar. There's a something something with that, right? Mm -hmm. Knights. The Templar is huge, right? Yep. Templar is yep. massive. Yep. So it all started in Venice. There was a war between Venice and Genova. The Genovese. This, now, now this is before uh, about eight hundred Babylonia. Years ago. No, ba no. Let's go back eight hundred years. Okay. Eight hundred years ago, they started the Fondi. There was the Doge in Venice. And the families, there were, I think there were 24 families that were allowed to rule that circle of... That's where they started doing this. You know, they started ruling commerce from Venice and the Genovese also. So there was a war between two papal families, the Orsini and the Colonna, which is the Collins family, the Columbus who came to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came from Genoa. It's known that Christopher Columbus, if he was even a, a, a man, came from... Uh, Genova, Genovese, and that's where blue jeans come from because the Genovese were making jeans, de uh, denim, and, and the Americans just called them Genovese, and then, and then it went down to jeans. Let's buy some denim jeans from Genova. So they were trading, and there was a, like a war, and the, Col the Colonna family and the Orsini family were killing each other in Rome and trying to be, have papal power. Eventually, one pope turned up and s made a papal bull and a decree that they should intermarry and make friends with each other. Ah! So, so the Vatican already existed at this point? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. What year did the Vatican get built? Do you know? I think it was in the 1500s, the modern-day building, the structure of St. Peter's. Okay. But the whole concept is the Senate of Rome is now the Cardinals of Rome. Bam! 
Bam! Bang. And that, and they, Still. didn't they assassinate Caesar? Were they the ones who were yes, behind the assassination? because he was a popular hero, JC, the ruler of our calendar, which we call Anno Domini, and most Christians think it's the other JC, Jesus Christ calendar. It's not. It's Julio calendar. It's, it's the JC calendar, and, and Anno Domini, the Lord, Domini, was his son, Augustus. He was the Lord. He was the son of God. Because they, they proclaimed him a God because he was so good to the popular people, the populace. He was. He was a popular hero. And that's why and they took him out. Think about it. Francesco Carotta, an Italian writer, you can see him on YouTube, he's discovered that Jesus is Julius Caesar. And he says, Brutus betrayed uh, Julius, uh, oh, Judas wow. betrayed Jesus. Wow. Both died on the Ides of March. Both crossed the river, one the Rubicon, one the Jordan. Both were famous for having to do with a town called Capernaum. Capernaum, Capernaum. Uh, both were popular heroes. The list goes on and on and on. And we still have the Anno Domini, the AD calendar. Well, who is this Lord? Well, it's JC. Take your pick. Julius Caesar, wow. in, in one capacity, is Jesus Christ. That's what they do. Yeah, that's what they do. And so what happened in the, uh, 18, in the uh, 1200s, around about the time of the Awakening and the Renaissance, was they started these funds, these trust funds. And they made a deal with each other, these satanic families, that they would uh, put their money together and go and conquer all these Tartarian, pre-existing, peaceful civilizations like America and put a new flag on there. It was just a corporate takeover. They didn't build all these massive ancient buildings in Los Angeles. They were already here. They've been here for thousands of years. Go downtown Los Angeles and New York and uh, Utah, you know, Salt Lake City and San Francisco. Those buildings were already there. They just co-opted them. And just Captain Cook went to Australia and put the Rothschild Windsor flag on the British uh, Union Jack flag on the Aboriginal land. But they were already in their buildings in Sydney and Melbourne. They were already there. You're saying some of these buildings are thousands, years, thousands of years old. Tartarian. So they so were from Tartar. From even Tartar. California had, was Tartarian? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The whole world. You, you, I hear that. Like it's a, like a new thing in uh, truth-seeking is the lost kingdom or kingdoms of tartaria yeah like you, yeah there's not that much information on but but there's a lot of old maps mm. and was i thought it was mostly in russia no uh yeah what well, it comes from russia and just near um just near moscow to the east you'll see modern day tartar it's the tartar empire which is not in in physic um uh, legally in Russia, but physically in Russia, when the Bolsheviks from Wall Street destroyed Russia and killed 100 million Christians and set up the godless atheist Bolshevik Russian system, what they did was they destroyed the Tartarian... The Empire. Vest, yes. They destroyed the last vestiges. And even in Germany, you know, Dres Dresden and all of that, that was Tartaria. You can is, is that why... Like, I go, why Why is the international banking cabal, well, whether they're Jesuits or black mm. nobility, whoever they are, why do they work so much with China, which is communism, but not with Russia, which is communism? And I think this goes back to, uh, uh, what is that country that uh, that everybody brings up that they're, uh, the, the Rothschilds are? Uh, Switzerland? 
Kazarians, 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 and this war between like Russia and Kazarians. But this sounds like that even precedes that Tataria and all that stuff. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but uh, that there's this old war between this black nobility group and this Tataria. Yes. And that's why they don't get along with so much of with Russia because it represents an old empire which nobody wants them to talk about. Exactly. They had to destroy America, Russia, and Germany. Why? Because they were just too advanced in Tartarian free energy, magnetism. Now we've got an electrical grid. Before, all of those turrets and tors and, and all those beautiful ornamented, highly ornamented Edwardian and Georgian so-called buildings were harvesting magnetic energy. Right. So what they did was... They, to enslave people, you've got to make them pay for their energy, for their food and everything. Before it was free, you know, we had free energy, free food, everything was free. So what they did was they, they struck a deal with each other, let's do this, right? So the Colonna family, they went westward and the, uh, the Genovese and the uh, Venetians, they went eastward. They controlled Turkey all the way to China. They... You know, they sent people like Marco Polo out and, you know, to do discovery and uh, in all of those places. But what they did was controlled their ports. It was very important for them not to control the lands and, and everything. Like Rothschild said, I don't care who makes the laws. I want to control the purse strings, the money. The money. That's Venetian. They are Venetian. The Rothschilds come from the Orsini family. Roth means red in German, and the Orsini means red, red bear, little red bears. That's what Orsini means. The grey pope is Pepe Orsini. He trumps the black, he trumps the white pope. The grey pope the is grey even pope. higher than the black and the white pope. The Orsini is the, f the Maxima family. They are the maximum family. They are on top. And somehow they've trumped the Colonna and the Farnese, which I know without any doubt through all my studies that they are the three most powerful Illuminati. What, what about Rothschild and Rockefeller? Well, they are Orsini. They just changed their name. Rockefeller oh. were Rothschilds. Rothschilds were Orsini. Orsini were a family which have their blood lines in Babylon and Egypt. They tell you that. You read their biographies. They'll tell you that. We go back to Nimrod. They tell you that. The Rothschilds say that. We go back to Nimrod. How? Through the Orsinis. So Rockefeller, Rothschild, Orsini, and then you go back to the Persian and Egyptian dynasties. And what is the name of the top family? Orsini would be on top now because they're called the, the Maxima. The Maxima. Maxima. The Orsini. Then I would say under them would have to be the, Col the Collins, the Colonna, the Columbus families. Or enterprise. I, I think it's an enterprise. I don't think they're even really families. They're just it's it's the funds. It's the Venetian funds that they created. It's where all the money power is. And then the Farnese. Some people say the Farnese are the most powerful um, that have researched because they actually created the Tuscan Empire. They cr created the twelve founding cities of the Etruscan Empire, which um, the Romans supposedly destroyed. But the theory is that they went down to Rome and created that as well. Now, why why do m there's a lot of people out there that think uh, the Jews own the media, the Jews run the world? Look at everybody's last name; it's a Jewish last name. Is that just to uh, distract? Make a boogeyman? Yeah, is that what that is? Pretty much, pretty much. Even though though the Jewish Sanhedrin is made struck a deal with the Jesuits, I believe. So the Jesuits represent. They are the military arm of the Vatican. 
which is Catholic, and Catholic means universal, hence they're trying to claim that they are the universal Christian, Christendom base. So the Judaic base, which is the other uh, monotheistic aberration, you know, monstrosity, they are the Jewish Sanhedrin. They are like the, the cardinals of the Jews, and, and they are dark people. And I'm sure they're in cahoots with the Jesuits who run everything. Top, 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 top are the Jesuits. Everybody else comes under their command. They are the military. Uh, the and who's the top, top again one more time? Of the or, Jesuits? Orsini. The Orsini. The Pentagon is owned by the Farnese family, though. Oh, my God. If, Somebody owns the Pentagon. Well, if you look at the mansion of the Farnese's in Rome, it is a Pentagon shape. And they, they wanted that shape for the Pentagon. So Which is a pentagram. Yes. Right? Which is satanic. Uh, it's a pentagon. A pentagram has spikes. The pentagon yeah. has the, the spikes. But you could fit off. a pentagram inside the pentagon. By that's it, right. Yeah. Exactly. Good yeah. one. Yeah. 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 And that's from the Farnese's. The, the Colonna family, they own stuff like California, uh, New York, the, the stock exchange. But the military, the Farnese really run. The, the Jesuits are the military. They run the U.S. military. Australia, where CIA, I CIA, come... Nazis... All of it. Uh, Catholics uh, in action, CIA. Well, is, Catholics Israel, in action. I mean, Israel founded by uh, basically Kazarian mm -hmm. Rothschilds, mm -hmm. uh, uh, they're, the Mossad, uh, MI6, they're all ran by the Jesuits. Absolutely. And then all be. the crime families they, are all Catholic-based. They're ran by the Jesuits, so they're playing both sides of this ball. Absolutely, they do. They're masters at it. They have to. Otherwise, they get caught out. They have to run both sides. They're co-opting everything. You see these grassroots movements like Greenpeace? They start up, next thing you know, you see the corruption coming in. Does the black nobility run the Jesuits? Yes. Yes. Some other families would be, when you look at the Vatican facade, you'll see the names of the families. Just take, pay attention. You'll see the family, the Borghese family. That's a big one. Every time you see the Pope photographed, look around in the room. Look around at the plain-clothed people. You will see Borghese's, Borgia family. The Borgias are the conquistadors that run, run all of South America. I would say the Borgias and the Farneses are more South America, where the Jesuits really run amok, really. They, oh, yeah. they struggle here. They, uh, they uh, killed Lincoln, yeah. and, and he identified them. He says, those evil Jesuits, they will get me one day. They murdered all the rest. Um, JFK, probably? Absol of course. Yeah, you think JFK was uh, a good guy, for real? Or was he just... I'd like to think he was. I hope so. I mean, yeah. he did get his head blown off. That's a good... Sign. Well, those are also... Like, 9-11 was just like the JFK assassination. That was like a show for everybody to know. You can't hide. Wherever you are and whoever you are, if we want you, we'll get you. They, as, as Abraham Lincoln said, and I think the other ones that were assassinated, who else have you got? You've got uh, Garfield. Was he assassinated? Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, well, anyway, it, it, the, the presidents. Um, yeah. It always turns out that they die on July the 4th and stuff like that. They always said, watch out for the Jesuits and their, the, their poison. They 
their their poisonous, their daggers, and all of their devices. They are masters in poisoning the cup, you know, and they poison these guys, these presidents. I think there's been about 10 that were assassinated that looked like... Because they ended up in hospital and they died in hospital, but they were poisoned. And if you read their biographies, they will say, ah, I was poisoned. Uh, check it out. Check all the presidents that were poisoned. Because they had to rein this country in. It's, yep. There's too freedom-loving. You look at the American spirit still now. They're keeping their guns good on them. They're keeping their American... The, the real spirit of America is still here. I see it. Because I come from Australia and I can see it clearly. I'm into conspiracies and truth and, and research. And I can see this is the best place in the world to be right now. Really? Here is where we're going to win. They, wa they won't beat the Americans. They will not. Man, we I have that Second Amendment is that's everything. We got First Amendment and that Second Amendment. People are just mm -hmm. and this BDS thing, regardless of what you think. I think Israel's just uh, a boogeyman. Hey, mm. look at Israel's doing all this crap. And it's it's all city of London, black nobility. They're doing it and then they're making them pay the price. They've convinced these people that they're fighting over over holy land mm. when it's it's it, well, it is Mesopotamia, so you know. Some of the earliest mankind came from there, mm -hmm. but it's it's a it's a land bridge that controls all the trade from Asia and Africa to Europe. And mm -hmm. the best way to get people to fight for you is to convince them this is about God and a holy war, and they fight blindly. And you actually encourage craziness when you hear Israelis who I think have just been just brainwashed. I mean, we're talking totally. Israel is the size of L.A. down to San Diego. This little plot of land on this giant whatever we live on has caused so much chaos to everybody. And the amount of money that's given to that area to brainwash that little group that everybody hates you, everybody wants to kill you, and you refer to these other people as dogs and animals, mm -hmm. that says to me you have been brainwashed. And totally. you're doing the bid of somebody else that isn't even there. Yeah. They're never going to feel any of the bullets, any of the bombs, any of, the car, any of that stuff. Never was theirs because Israel was it, everywhere is a holy land. Think about it. Holland, holy land. Sweden, the land of Eden. Uh, Finnish, the land of the Finesse, the people of Finesse. They're finished, they're polished. Polish, the Polish people. Every land is holy. What does San Diego mean? Holy Diego. What does Los Angeles mean? The City angels. Of, yeah. Everywhere is holy. Every name of every town, every country. Venezuela, the land of Venus. Name a place. You'll find that it goes back to the stars. It goes back to the gods. Of course, Israel, Isis, Ra and El is the holy land. But it's not Jews. A Jew, I'm a Jew. Because a Jew means to be druidic. It means to be ascending from and, and uh, shedding, disentangling yourself from material lusts and material weights that are going to keep you incarnating here i i personally i want to know everything and i want to be all powerful but i want to deserve it you will never have your power restored unless you deserve it so the more good works you do the more powerful you will be and there's something about i listen man when you help somebody you feel something there's like this battery charge that happens. you ever done that you ever help somebody and all of a sudden you're this this glow kind of happens yeah. to you mm -hmm. so I, I i'm i i'm it's raining remember it was raining the other day yeah, yeah. and i go to the cvs and for some reason i don't know why i buy four umbrellas i'm like why am i buying four umbrellas but i buy the four umbrellas 
I jump in my car. I'm driving. It's pouring. I look out. This Latino man is being forced to hold a sign that says 60% going out of business. And it's raining on him. And I'm like, holy shit, I got four umbrellas. I'm going to give this dude an umbrella. So I pull up. I give him the umbrella. And dude, as soon as I hand to I feel this glow kind of come up through my body. And it happens every time you give somebody a couple bucks. You help hold somebody's door open for them. It's this weird kind of thing that like this system kind of energizes you and stuff. And when, you know, you talk about, you know, addiction and when like, you know, this whole thing where like down on this but this realm they're having all this like insane sex and all this stuff but there's a lot of pain same thing you go out and you you use and abuse it feels great that moment next day you're paying a price and it's unbelievable if you would have took a video of that and then publicized it people would have shamed you for it though why because oh he's only doing it for the fame he's only do- but to me I mean even if you are doing it for it, it doesn't matter that guy got an umbrella yeah. and he got happy so, yeah but you still will get shamed people for it are gonna somehow. say whatever exactly. they want but there's this moment but where you, you help that. people yeah and I watched that the video. some changes yeah. in you mm-hmm. and it's, for sure the opposite is with the psychopaths they get that glow from hurting people yeah, hence crazy, you know torturing right? little children and things like that why because they're not from source. We are from source. What does that mean? Well, if you get a projector and a screen and there's all these people on the screen, those people that are coloured in and everything, they come from the projector. They are from source. But if you now go in between that and you, you and start like putting a shadow. Hand, yeah, you put your shadow in there, a silhouette and everything, you don't come from the projector. You've inserted yourself. You're unnatural. You're not from source. That's who, what they are. Who inserts they, they've, them? They've jumped in. Who insert the demons? The demons, from because they need our energy. They from don't the have souls. Think about it. You got your hand in there. That's just a shadow. You're never going to have a color. You'll never be colorful. You'll never have a soul. You're always a shadow. Think about how you'd feel, you know, uh, and and how did they get there? Because they're evil. So they are going to feed on the torture of little children. Pure energy. They've got pure energy. It's better than torturing me because I'm an old guy, you know. Not they're interested in that as well, but little children are much more juicy, aren't they? You see, so yeah. Sometimes I look at my son. Uh, he's seven, and he's dude. He's got endless energy. Just he can go on forever. Mm. Sometimes like, damn, that, no wonder they want that baby blood. You know what I mean? Yes. Because it's got so much pure. power and energy, and they and, miss that. And I want to take a nap. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want my blood. That's I, right. I'd be the worst tired. blood. Oh, it's I'd be the worst, the worst Illuminati party. Yeah. They'll have my go. Uh, all we can get is Eddie Bravo blood. They're like, fuck. <laughs> See if you can go get some children. Come on, we still got time. <laughs> you got that van still? Because they miss that purity. They, 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 they've gone beyond the point of no return. There's no way, there's no way of redemption. And it's funny because they make it seem like Killing rituals is a crazy thing because when you watch the Aztec movies or the Aztecs are so crazy, they would kill all these people for the blood. But R- obviously, that's what the fuck they're doing. They just yeah. stole stole it from them. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like in the movies, man. What's bigger than vampire movies? You know, vampire. They just want to. They make that girls. Girls fantasize about getting bit in the neck by a vampire. It's like a romantic thing. What was it that? No, that right? Is it? Yes, it is. It that is. was the perp. That was the goal, right? In to fact, get people to want that shit. Yeah. In fact, tuberculosis before it was called that, um, it was called consumption. And you, you have famous poets saying, "Oh, that I would die of consumption rather than any other old age or anything." It was, 
this is only like in the 1800s. You know, you go white. You know this white look that the, the, the supermodels are doing? They've got this white, yeah. skinny, gaunt. That's yeah. the consumption look. They actually just transplanted it from the days when tuberculosis... Is it called tuberculosis? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, disease. Yeah, consumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So they transplanted it from then when people thought it was a shick to die of it. And now they're making supermodels and famous people look white and, bl and dying of consumption. Because that is the ultimate disease to die from. Yeah. Whoa. Death tuberculosis. Is, yeah. Have you ever heard the Pissar family? And what uh, supposedly they're like a French royal family that came to the United States. I just wonder if they're part of Like, is the European nobility part of... We know that the crown is Kronos from what you... T uh, that totally makes sense to me. Are they part of the black nobility? The Pissar? The Pissar... Well, they were French... They were French. Uh, they they were descendants of, of the French royals that had their heads cut off, mm -hmm. uh, and he slipped out of the country, sent to the United States. And the rumor is, and you saw Q put out that the P family, which is the Passar family, owns right. all the Federal Reserves and all that stuff. That the CFR is actually just all of their trust coming together, deciding on how to run their businesses. See, you see how they tell you what they're doing. They talk about Pizarro. The conquistador, you know, Pizarro yeah, and, yeah. and those criminals. Well, that's the Pizarro, right? Yeah. See how Collins, oh, Cohen, the Jewish family, Cohen, they're Collins. That's another way of saying Collins. You see Pizarro, Pizarro, yes, to answer your question, yes. But they, they tell you that these conquistadors did this and that. They probably didn't even exist. Did the, Je did the Jesuits, oh, sorry about that. Did the Jesuits infiltrate the Freemasons and were the Freemasons originally like... Uh, benign society, and then the even Illuminati to Illuminati, something like that, right? right? Yes, I would say that. You got to go back to 1770. What happened was there was a good pope called Clement the Thirteenth, and he outlawed the Jesuits in 1773. So the Americans got smart; they wrote up their Articles of uh, Confederation, their Bill of Rights, their Constitution, and within two years, they had this place rested away from the Jesuits. So in 1776, the year after they started the Illuminati, co-opted the Freemasons, who were yeah, pretty good people as people who, go. Who, who co-opted the Freemasons? The Jesuits. Oh, they created the they Illuminati to co-op the... They were uh, outlawed in every land. The Pope himself outlawed them in 1773. How did, he, how did, he, how did a guy with that um, mindset... How was he able to rise and become pope? I know. Is it because I, is it because most people are good and because I've never I I never follow or followed uh, what's going on in D.C. or politics at all. I just thought they were all criminals. The Bushes for sure were criminals for sure. Clintons, uh, Clintons for sure. For sure. Obama for sure. Never followed it. Like I just there. It just it was just. To me, nothing but bad guys running the country. But that can't be true. There has to be a lot of good guys. Like in Trump. The, What's your thoughts on Trump? I was. I used to support him at the start because I could see how much uh, resistance there was against him, and I realized more it was than a military now. coup. It's a military coup. What's going on in in DC? You know that, don't you? Yeah. It's, it's the mil the good side of the military. There's some good crime yeah. bosses yeah. versus yeah. satanic pedophiles. Want to wrest away the power from these. Neocons, you know the bushes and yeah. So, so um, you, you're familiar with Q, yeah, and th the plan, the Q plan, yeah. 
And that's a real plan? I think so. I think so. I like, I like yeah. to think so too. Yeah. But because now, now that I pay attention, mm. the only, I was never, a, I didn't give a fuck about Trump, never paid attention to Trump. All I knew from Trump was he's some rich, arrogant dude. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if he had a good heart or anything. I just, he's just, he did that show. I never seen the show once, never paid attention to him, didn't pay attention to politics at all. And then you hear, oh, you hear Trump's running for president? I'm like, <laughs> to me, it was just like, okay, whatever. It was like, a, I didn't pay attention. And then little by little, people would say, ah, dude, he's so racist. And I just, you know, I just, by not paying attention to what's going on in D.C., uh, because you don't trust the mainstream media, guess what? You will believe the mainstream media because if you don't watch it and you don't pay attention, you're still going to get information from, yeah. from people. Yeah. So you think it's not coming from the mainstream, but what do you think they got it from? So it's better for the people, the evil people running the country. It's better that people don't pay attention mm -hmm. to politics at all because they know you. they're going to get you through like a you know a third a third party or or mm -hmm. just from different people your friends they're gonna say some shit so I don't believe I didn't believe anything the mainstream media would say right mm -hmm. but I did believe that Trump was racist because someone would say dude Trump said some crazy you hear what Trump said he's racist I'm like I believed it you know and I didn't pay attention and after a while that once he won uh, the Republican nominee and then he started battling with Hillary that's when I then I started hearing. And then I started hearing everyone was against him. Yes. Then I started paying attention. That's like, okay. And I said, okay. first thing was, like, okay, what is he saying that's so racist? Mm. Like, oh, he hates Mexicans. I go, let me see. What did he say? And then you find out Mexicans hate Donald Trump because of what CNN was putting out in the mainstream media. They, they, he, he was talking about MS-13, how they're animals and they're criminals and he's going to send them back. Well, then CNN goes, guess what Trump said about Mexicans? And then they cut right to him saying they're animals and they're criminals. So Mexicans lost their fucking mind. And once I realized the trick, I go, dude, CNN just pulled a trick on Mexicans. Mm. You know, um, so, uh, you know, building, I'm, I'm Mexican, you know, I, I I was born here, but my grandparents are, and my mom, my mom was born in Mexico, my dad was born in Mexico, my dad uh, snuck across the border, got a green card, was working the fields and construction and cutting grass and all that shit, got his green card, he did all that shit. He never got anything free. You know, we never got anything free. Mm. My grandfather worked for everything. We didn't expect anything free. To, to sneak across the border and get mad because you're not getting free shit, that's retarded, man. Mm -hmm. That's retarded. But do they and want free shit, or is that what the media, is that what this group of people are trying whether, to whether, tell Well, well Whether they do or not makes n n no difference in what I'm saying. I'm just saying, if you sneak across the border, I, uh, good luck. Good luck. If, you, if you're a good person and you want to work and, and, and start a new life and feed your family, a land of opportunity, I'm fucking with that. I'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world if I said I wasn't. But to say, to say that building a wall is racist, to building borders is racist, like obviously there's a lot of criminals and a lot of crime coming through uh, open borders. So you have to do something. You have to do something to, yeah, if you're going to come, you know, either... Uh, sneak across and do the right thing and work or do it the legal way and sign up and all that. But to be mad and, and pissed off at Trump because he wants to build a border and, to stop the crime that's coming through, sure, there's a lot of good people coming through, a lot of good people. My grandfather's a good person. He came through. But you got to vet people. There's got to be some kind of system. So I'm not mad at that system. And you know where the wall's going to protect more than anybody? Mexicans. Mex the wall protects Mexicans because... 
it, the, the border towns on the U.S. side are all Mexican. So they want the border up. They, they want the wall up. You put a wall up, now their communities are safer, mm-hmm. right? So the walls protects Mexicans way more than white people. White people don't live by the border. White people don't live by the wall. So, um, so then I started to realize, like, wow, these motherfuckers are really going after Trump. And then I started, re- you know, then I started paying attention. And real quick, you see uh, uh, what you, you, you realize who the, the evil people are, you know, like. Pelosi, Schiff, Nadler. Real quick, you're like, oh, those are the fucking evil ones. Look at the, it's really evil. And then you see the good guys. Matt Gaetz, Trey Gowdy. Like, those guys are authentic. They're the good people in politics. Because I've said this before on the podcast. There's some people that are like, I don't fucking pay attention to DC. They're all fucking on the same team. They're all, it's, it's all bullshit. I go, it's not all bullshit. Because if it was all bullshit, there would be no need to suicide anybody or blackmail anybody or bribe anybody. If everybody was all evil and they're all on the same team, there would be no reason to kill nobody. The reason people get suicided is because there's someone that's afraid of going to jail. There's someone that's afraid of getting caught. So there's some guy trying to do the right thing, going after a criminal. They're like, we got to fucking suicide this motherfucker. So for they want, you know, there's a lot of people out there that lost faith in, in the government and uh, don't think there's any good people. And I was one of them. But trust me, they want you not to pay attention. Mm-hmm. They want you. So my advice to you is fucking pay attention. Follow the Q plan because that's the only plan to save the world. If that plan's like some CIA psyop, they got me. But that's the only plan. That's the the other side, the Nadler, the Schiff, the Hillary, the Podestas, <laughs> no. and all that shit. Oh. Whatever they agree on, if they're pushing, if they're pushing, uh, you know, global warming, then okay, global warming is is a hoax, then for sure. If that's what they're pushing, and it's really easy to find the truth if you pay attention. They would rather have you give up on a give up hope in politics give up they want you to give up so you don't pay attention to what's going on because you're eventually all you're going to know is the mainstream if you're not paying attention so my advice is pay fucking attention follow x22 report follow dan bongino if there, there's that level there's the dc level like oh you know there's a lot of guys that are just into flat earth or just into space that's another level that's another that's something else dc affects my life directly yeah Directly, so anybody trying to take my guns, anybody you know talking yeah. about gun control, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, you're yeah. evil. Anybody say anybody that's pro, it's 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 really easy to see who's evil and see who's not. If you're a if you're pro Second Amendment, a hundred percent, then there's a good chance. Doesn't mean it could be a trick too, but there's a good <laughs> chance. Okay, he's a good guy. Yeah, because there's there's no there's no um um. Um, the good guys that are for gun control, they're just brainwashed, you know, and they're usually people with no kids. As soon as you have a kid, you understand mm-hmm. what being conservative is all about. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I was all MTV. I wanted mansions. I want to get drunk when I'm 15. I want to have sex. I wanted to fuck, being, fuck val- family values and fuck being conservative. I'm fucking liberal. I'm a Democrat. I'm a party. I'm going to do whatever I want. Free thinking. Fuck religion. There's no God. They lie to us. And then as, as, the, as you get older and when you have a kid, you, it opens your eyes in a lot of different ways. And you're like, you understand family. If you don't have family values, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. If you don't right. have family values, you don't give a fuck about your family. 
You're a piece of shit. You don't give a fuck about your kids. You have a kids and you don't give a fuck about them. You're a piece of shit. I mean, if you want to look at how important the First Amendment is and the Second Amendment is, take a look at what's going on in Europe right now. We have weaponized immigration. Now, most of these people are, fl- are, are leaving, and I'll say this about Mexico. Most of them are leaving their country because the violence is so bad. I mean, we've just destroyed Mexico with our drug cartels that we supply the arms to. Yep. We've bombed the shit out of the Middle East so those people want to get out of there. And guess what? Europe has no say because they have no guns. And then they have no say in freedom of speech. They can't criticize anything. They're making laws to throw them into jail. The, the, the government, unelected government... Want your password so they can just go into your thing and check you out, and no one can say anything. And if you think not having guns, if you think guns aren't important, and you think, well, look at what the, the weapons they have. Look at around the world. Look at how much trouble these governments have at stopping these riots and these revolutions of populations that don't have guns. Imagine what would happen when everyone's armed to the teeth. Yes. You're and, not going to do it. And then they do it in a, in a, in a way that they can get the um, people that are trying to do the right thing and they, they think they're thinking the right thing. They go, oh, we're not trying to take away your guns. We just want background checks and we just want to limit your bullets. Mm-hmm. And we want, you can't have an assault rifle. What do you need an assault rifle for? So we're going to, all those, uh, those executive orders, gun control orders, all, n- none of them, none of them would stop mass shootings. They have nothing to do with criminals. The criminals, they don't affect them at all. All those gun control laws, they just affect law-abiding citizens. That's it. They don't, That's they, it. They don't affect, like, any, oh, no, we're not, we don't want to take away your guns. We just want to have background checks and all that shit. I'm down with background checks, but when you start limiting, um, you know, bullets and the size of the yeah. guns, to me, no. to me, that's like I know what you're trying to fucking do. Yeah. Why are you concerned? I should have a. If I had, a, if he had a bazooka, if he had a bazooka, I wouldn't be worried. Like, oh my god, we gotta watch Sammy's gonna fucking blow up a school. He's got a bazooka. He could have a fucking missile at his house, a grenade launcher. I wouldn't be worried about him killing anybody. There'd be no problem. Right. Right. Mm. Right. But they're going after the law abiding citizens. They're not going after the fucking criminals. Going after the criminals. Show me one crime that went away when it was made illegal. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you think taking away guns is going to stop shootings? I mean, dude. They, they're still there. Show me one criminals law, don't go crime by the law. that was outlawed that stopped because it was outlawed. It never does. All no. you're doing, and you're telling me I got to take away my guns. Like five years ago, you couldn't stop telling me how bad it is that law enforcement is shooting unarmed people. Now you're telling me they're the only ones who should have the guns? While they're just militarizing these police officers with no militarized, no military training. Yeah, and Any, you're giving them bazookas, and yeah. you want me to have a pea shooter? Yeah, mm-hmm. anybody that's a, that's for gun control, I, I can't even listen to you. I can't uh-huh. even talk you're to you. You're talking crazy. I can't crazy. even talk to you. Don't like. Yeah. Oh, we're not trying to take away your guns. We just don't want you to have so many bullets in the magazine. Shut up. Look fuck at up the history of this country. Study Black Wall Street. They. Dude, the government sent in people to shoot up everybody, dropping bombs on it. Black Wall Street was 9-11. It was the same thing. They just keep running the same play over and over again, man. I want to move to the states that, like Missouri, for instance. Yeah. I could be wrong, but Missouri passed a, a law that said you can't even debate 
gun laws. Like you don't Woo-hoo, even I'm don't going even, yeah Missouri like I'm going there. and like that's where I want to live. I'm yeah, sure. for sure. And they go, they have a law that says we can't even discuss. Don't this even shit. talk about it. Yeah, we that's need the a militia dumbest. spirit. We need yeah. that back. Not, yeah, not a military standing military which is which is condemned in the constitution. We we want warriors, not soldiers. We want militia, not mercenaries. Sold to die. That's what soldiers are. Absolutely. Sold to die. Yeah. I mean, we see these video of uh, U.S. military trying to go to Syria and the Syrian army. And they're literally face to face like a like a, a dance video where two gangs are going to have a dance off. Yeah. And Syria's like, you're not coming in. Why are our sons and daughters forced into those situations mm-hmm. to go after people who've done nothing to us? Dude. We have allowed the black nobility, the Jesuits, the international banking cabal to turn our sons and daughters into stormtroopers for the international banking cabal. Yep. And that one Ben, who's the little midget Ben guy who's always like, uh, that's always on Rogan, talking about, oh, talking oh about how, how uh, Israel, what, Ben Shapiro, about how they're, uh, oh, we're not sending... <laughs> We're not sending U.S. troops to die for Israel. First of all, it's not Israel. It's the international banking cabal. And his answer was they join freely. That's not answering it. Mm-hmm. What was the last time we sent somebody in to actually go after somebody who attacked us? It hasn't, it's been forever. Yes. We're defending banking interests. Absolutely. Enough. The black Enough. Nobility. Bring yeah. the kids home. Man, this has been a great episode. Uh, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, hey. so... And uh, before we go, um, <clears throat> I want to explain how this podcast got together. The, the only I, I heard Santos, but uh, Santos Bonacci, a couple years ago, two three years ago, when I was first going balls deep into uh, flat Earth and was just trying to get as much much information as possible. And the one thing that I use even to this day, I probably even use it on this uh, podcast. This analogy: there's so many proofs that we're on a on a flat surface. There's so much. There's so many. Uh, Eric Dubay has like 200 proofs. He said he could do 200 more. There's so many. It's it, it goes on and on. But he had he had one that was. Uh, he, it, it's like you just came up with it too, and it was it was awesome because mm-hmm. according to mainstream science. There's four mo- there's four motions. We're spinning um, at the equator. We're sp- the Earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour. The Earth is going around the Sun at like sixty thousand miles an hour or something like that. Sixty, it's, it's sixty-five, sixty-six, something like that. And then the the Sun is going around the center of the Milky Way at like six hundred thousand miles an hour, some shit like that. And then the whole entire Milky Way is shooting through the universe, sh- shooting through space a million miles an hour. So that's four different motions. That's like being on a some cut like a Ferris wheel that's spinning, but that's spinning this way. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And when you look at time elapsed photography <laughs> of the stars, you look at time elapsed time elapsed photography of the stars. It, there's only one motion. It's just go. All the stars are going around Polaris. This, um, and he said, "Why can't we detect four motions? There should be, especially at the incredible speeds that they claim we're going." Right. Exactly. So I use that. That's a great. That's the one you Mm -hmm. came up with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, um, and man, I've I've listened to so. There's so many. There's so many awesome, brilliant people out there, uh, like David Weiss and and um, uh, Dave Murphy and Nathan Oakley, Nathan Thompson. Mm -hmm. There's so many good guys out there. Shit, they're incredible. We had David Weiss on this podcast. Um, And then uh, just the other day, like three or four days ago, I'm teaching class. And a couple of your partner, your I guess you're just your Men friends. Men in black show up. David and Kevin. Yeah, David and... Organizers for the event. 
Yes, yes. The organizers for the event that you're, you're uh, doing this Sunday, they came up to me and they said, hey, man, Santos Bonacci wants to have you on his podcast. And I was like, what am I going to add to, like, you know, what am I going to say? I'm, I would ask you the questions. You know what I mean? I don't know shit. You know, I listen to guys like you, David Weiss, Eric Dubay, uh, you know, Nathan Oakley is f- my fucking favorite right now. I love Nathan Oakley. Yeah, me too. He demolishes Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Oh, man. And go Thompson, to, Nathan to, Thompson. Yeah, Nathan Thompson. Nathan Oakley, 1980. Follow his, uh, he does Flat Earth Debates every day, mm. live, live streams, Flat Earth yeah. Debates. Anybody could get on and, uh, you know, and, and debate him, and he just demolishes everybody. I, I, there's so many good guys out there. So when they asked me, you know, uh, Santos wants to put you on his podcast, I'm like, For what? What am I going to talk about? Uh, uh, my strip club stories? <laughs> um, so I said, why don't we have Santos Bonacci on the Tinfoil Hat podcast? Why don't we do that instead, and we'll just pick his brain, because yeah. I have no knowledge. Uh, if you want to ask me an armbar question, hey, shit, I'm, I'm a, I know that shit. But um, you want to ask me how to kill a person with your bare hands? I'm the man, all right. But um, so that's how this all came about. But I was I was shocked that you wanted me on your podcast. Like for what? Like I have I get all my knowledge from from guys like you. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I'm glad it turned out like this because I'm in here for a week and I've I've been watching all of your podcasts, Tinfoil Hat and yours. And I saw you two years ago or so tell Joe Rogan on his show, uh, research these guys, and one of them was my name. You said yeah. Santos Bonacci. So I thought, good, good on you, Eddie. I like that guy. And I always <laughs> listen to you, did, man. Did your channel blow up or what? No. It's um, in numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. From that, from that, did you get like, did you now. get that JRE effect? <laughs> yeah. yeah He's got an effect. You helped. Yeah. You got Absolutely, an effect on man. this show. For sure. Thank you. And I listen to you. I have to tell you this. What? I really, yeah, you are an intelligent, real good truther with a good heart, man. Well, thank you. Very bro. intelligent. And everything you say is like the cream of the conversation, even when you were talking just before about how things work, you know. So you, I've got to pay that. back some, some due uh, respect, you know. I'm listening to your show. You've got great people on. Yeah. And just the fact that you'll challenge these truths like the most despicable Thing, the flat earth you know you get so ridiculed he's got he's got uh, uh like three and a half more months and until he's a, admits it. i don't know you might have got me today dude yeah. <laughs> i just gotta be honest with you i just don't know if i'm i was thinking about this when i was grabbing mm. water like i don't know if i'm i have to start following your stuff and like the videos because i don't know if i'm intelligent enough to articulate what you just told us today. I got to be oh. like, I understand there's re- seven realms and what these all, and it's just going to take time, but I'm there. I, I, you know I'm going to announce it. You know what would be great? I'm there. I was I'm, thinking about this earlier. I'm into the flat realms. You know, it would be easy to make uh, just the best flat earth documentary ever. Just you, Nathan Oakley, just an interview and just, you know, sound bite, but just going pop, popping back and forth. You, Eric Dubay, Nathan Oakley, Nathan Thompson, David Weiss, all the best guys, just boom. Because you guys, I mean, I, when I talk about Flat Earth, I sound like a moron. And nobody, I don't convert anybody. Because they're like, this dumb motherfucker got tattoos, smokes weed all the time. You know, used to be a strip club DJ for 10 years. The, the fuck does he know? I don't convert anybody to Flat Earth ever. But it's guys like you. you you're so um, Dude, well, you're well-spoken. Uh, um 
just ultra articulate. And uh, so I think we need a doc, like the ultimate documentary with the top. Get them all, put them all together, and do a high, hot, good lighting, good camera work, high level, boom. And um, you know, you do. It, it would probably have to be like a six, seven, eight part series because to do to get it all like in two hours, like all your shit and it would take forever you know it have to uh be carefully uh, organized and put together but um i think that would be just amazing wonderful i yeah. i agree i agree we could well it's it's out there now uh, this podcast is going to go to the right ears and the people we're gonna get out and can let, me do ask it. You, let me ask you something um <clears throat> obviously you're well read and, and it, it doesn't sound like you just started doing research but um uh, obviously, you know, it's, you know, there's brilliant people all over the world. They just haven't spent any time dissecting all the, uh, this space science, you know, mm -hmm. they just haven't, they're super smart people. And if they looked at space like a detective, you know, and, um, didn't trust anything coming from, uh, mainstream information, uh, my question anyways is what year and do you, what made you think like, oh shit. They're probably lying about what we're on. Like, when was that? When did you have that flat earth realization? What was it? 2014, early on in the piece, people were sending me videos of the, the, the early, early videos on flat earth. And who, were the f the, who were the first ones? On, was Eric Dubay the first one on YouTube? I think they were. I think yeah, he was the Mark first Sargent, one, right? They were the first ones, yeah. And, and the guys were making good arguments, you know, like, you know, how is it that uh, Cannonball can shoot a cannon ball up and then it falls straight back into the cannon if the earth is moving and things like that oh yeah 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 and airplanes flying from los angeles to new uh, to uh paris uh eight hour trip going in reverse eight hour trip i thought about that and i'm thinking wow how can i ever ever disprove that but i've i've had four years prior to that moment of teaching using the ptolemaic stationary astrological model but but explaining it with heliocentric copernican explanations so people were seeing two things in my presentations so because i was a, a truther uh, they were sending me the videos and putting me to the test and saying well hey man you know if you're a truther what about this one so um i had to research it which i did due diligence uh, and I realized immediately that the model I was using in all of my presentations was the true model, only I was explaining it with ball-moving explanations. It didn't discount the material that I was doing. It didn't, it didn't um, destroy it. It still stands that I left the videos up. But now everything changed and shifted, and yeah, I can explain it, fits it better. In. So it's more... It's, so now you're like, oh... Damn, they were telling the literal truth. Mm -hmm. You were trying exactly. to translate it into the heliocentric model. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. And then you realize, wait a minute, there's no translation necessary. It they fits. actually meant this is a, a stationary plane. Um, it was a literal thing. You're probably thinking like, ah, that's like a metaphor. For me, it was a smooth transition because it's already in, in my past works. But for people out there, like a lot of people really hated the fact that I, an astrotheologist and a syncretist, 
uh, would go to this horrible new New World Order teaching of the flat earth, one guy made a video and said, Santos has gone on to the flattest world order. I remember <laughs> that word, the flattest world order, you know, and stuff like that. And a lot of people put videos out against me and it was really bloodshedding Why days. are people so angry about it? Why do they get so mad? And I mean, like, what does it upset them so much? I know much? why. I know. What, what upset me was, dude, on my iPhone, I had a picture, every time I turn on my phone, now it's my baby boy, but yep. it used to be the default setting was the earth, the blue marble. Hmm. So anytime, so the first guy that brought it up to me was a guy named Manny, he's one of my students, and he's a total truther, just like me, we talk about a lot of shit, then he would say, dude, you ever look into flat earth? And at that moment, I wanted to, I wanted to break his sternum with my fist. I just wanted to punch a hole through his chest. And I thought I lost a soldier. I thought, like, dude, you better not ever Stay bring that shit. Kids. I go, my phone has a. I look at the. I look at Earth every fucking day, multiple times. So shut the fuck up about that. I'm looking at a picture. <laughs> and then another guy, Ernest. Guy goes, hey, you ever look into flat Earth? Another student. What year was that? Like 2015, 16, something okay, like okay. that. And then um, uh, Ernest, another student, he said, you ever look into flat earth? I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm losing, dude. <laughs> I go, I, I, I got to have a vetting uh, a, a procedure here to get, I don't, I, I, too many crazy people are entering my class. I got to cut them off. And I was really angry. So then we went, we battled. Like, I'm going to prove it once and for all. He goes, do you think that picture on the phone, do you think that's a real picture? Go online and see if that's a real. So I went on, I, I went to, um, uh, before I went online and put, went to Google and put pictures of Earth from space, I heard that argument before. I heard like, dude, just go put pictures of Earth from space. But I, it was just like in the back of my head. So once I began you know, my quest to prove the Earth was a ball, that was the first thing I went to, pictures of Earth from space. <laughs> and I thought, look at all these pictures going to come up. Earth going to be round, going to be a ball. So when they all popped up, and I looked at it and said, everything was like NASA.gov, NASA. And I was already a, a believer that the, the moon landings were hoaxed. Mm. And I knew we couldn't trust NASA. But I had no idea. I thought NASA was about the moon and that's it. I didn't know NASA controlled all space information. I didn't know that. But once I figured that out, I go, wait a minute. These pictures are all coming from NASA, the same company that faked, or the same agency that faked the moon missions. Like, we got a problem here. I didn't know it was all NASA. I didn't know. I thought NASA was just the moon. That's all. They just fucked with the moon. That was their responsibility. I didn't know space was their responsibility. And I'm like, right away that night, I'm like, oh, no, we got a problem here. <laughs> we got a problem here. Houston. All these pictures are coming from NASA? Mm -hmm. Ooh. And then real quick, I'm like, they do look cartoony. And then they admit it. You look into it. It goes, oh, these are composites. And then they, they admit it. They admit that they're not real pictures. I thought, oh, Fucking shit. And they go, but we do have a real picture. We do have one. And we took it when we were on the moon. I'm like, oh my God. You have none. That means you have none. They say, oh, we have one. That's the one from the moon. I'm like, dude, you have none then. How about that video when the picture goes and uh, it keeps playing out and they turn on the lights and it's just basically, they said it was Earth, but it was just a, 
through like all, uh, the glass on the deck. It was like it wasn't even a real picture. Oh yeah, they were trying to make it look like they were like two hundred thousand miles yeah. or halfway to the moon, so they yeah. had to make the Earth look small. Yeah. When real in, in real life, they were probably just you know fifty thousand feet in the air or something like that. They're probably high altitude airplane or something like that where they're looking out yeah. the window and you could see because like all those fake ass pictures from uh, the International Space Station, they always it's the same thing. It's always that same look. It, it, those clouds, they, they look like you're right. You look like on a regular airplane. I'm on a plane every weekend, and those clouds don't look. They look exactly the same. They're not that big. If you were really like, you know, what they say, 250 miles up or whatever in the International Space Station, those clouds would be fucking microscopic. Mm -hmm. But they're fucking big, and you could just tell they put a little curb, and then put like a little arms, like a little like like a little uh, solar panel on the side. Every picture got a little solar panel on the side, so that you know that you're on the International Space Station. They all got the same shit, solar and it's the panel. same, and it's the same, it's the same little cur curb. And they, there's no, dude, the International Space Station is the funniest one. There's no video of them fucking putting it up there. There's no video of them constructing it. Yeah, even even that astronaut that that. It was on Joe Rogan's podcast last week. Yeah. Joe goes, they go, oh, the, the astronaut goes, yeah. You know, when I first went on the International Space Station, they didn't have uh, this, uh, the, uh, the, what was it, the, the, the gondola, what's it called? There's a, a name for the window. It's like yeah. five different windows. It's the gondola or something like that. They got a name for it. He goes, when I first went up there, they didn't have it, but then they, then they had it the second time I went up. And then Joe goes, they built that shit? They put, how did they do that? And then he's like, uh, yeah, we just, uh, you know, we just have a module. They just put another module. And like, you built that shit up there. There's no video yeah, of, dude. of dragging that thing up. And it's just floating there. Oh, we're just floating. We're just fucking floating. Nobody's falling. You're just floating up there. <laughs> There's no video of the construction. Get the fuck out of here yeah. with that. Now, That's ridiculous. Let me ask you something. This is, uh, and then we, the laws of physics I felt were created to make it so you couldn't understand anything past what they wanted you to know. Exactly. So they create these laws, and they're like, if anything doesn't fall under these laws of physics, it's not possible. And then all these people, these scientists, ran with it. And I, to me, it's like there's tons of things that don't fit into the, the laws of physics that I think exist. But because you're telling me these, it's basically set the framing. And anything outside this framing can't be real because it doesn't fit within the frame. And that's, that's right. done on purpose. Three, Absolutely. three and a half months. And you go, I'm already there, dude. You haven't admitted it yet. What's you your, haven't admitted it. How, how close are you? A couple months? Five I'm, months? I'm not married to the ball. That's it. So you, you, you don't, when He's someone says, uh, are you a flat earther, you say no? I'm not married to the ball. Exactly. I got that you term just from say, you. I'm not married to the ball. <laughs> yeah. So you're not a flat earther yet? No, not yet. Dude, I held on for like a year and a half. I wouldn't I say. I go, I don't know what we're on. I don't know. It could, But I'm just... That's where I'm at yeah. right now. I don't believe we, we went to move. So, like okay. you said, if, if that's NASA, then NASA's showing me that we're globe. So it's one of those things where it's like, do I believe one or the other? Yeah, so man. it's like, uh, uh no. But I gotta ask show. you this before, because everyone's gonna kill me about this. Yeah, the coronavirus. That's for Trump to show that they're they're trying to fuck up with the economy to uh, so he doesn't get reelected, right? That's after that's going after Trump. There's, right? Who knows what's going on with the coronavirus? But there's this new theory. Uh, someone from um, uh, like a where we're, where we go, one we go all. One of the uh, definitely a, a, a Q guy said, I don't know if this is true or not, but there is no coronavirus. The people that are getting fucked up and they're getting sick, they're getting sick from 5G. 
because that's the first city where they rolled out 5G. And the 5G is what gets you. So they say, fuck it, it's a coronavirus. So the virus is a distraction when it's actually 5G. Donnie said they cured it in like three hours. Well, yeah, San Diego, a laboratory down there, said as soon as they started working on a vaccine, it took them three hours to find it, which tells you that nobody was trying to and that's, the problem. Yeah, dude. So they're saying, they're saying, this is what they're saying, and I'm like, uh, you know, I got 5G popping up right now. I have 5G popping up. So apparently, one of my buddies, Gio, told me, he, he's like balls deep in 5G. He's always like, dude, you got you to watch this video on 5G. You got to watch 5G. You got to watch 5G. And he's telling me, he's telling me all this. He goes, dude. I go, but 5G sucks. When my phone says 5G, 5G I know I'm not, not gonna, real. I'm not gonna be able to. Exactly. So that's what, what Gio is it? told. What is no, it? no, G- it's not real 5G on AT and T, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there. So I'm saying 5G sucks. All this, all this hype on 5G. I know when it says 5G, I know I can't stream anything. I know that it, 5G sucks. They're lying then, about yeah, it. Yeah. So Gio said, 5G isn't rolled out yet. They, they want everyone to believe that they're on 5G. But it hasn't been rolled out yet. Once they roll 5G out, that's when people are going to start dropping. AT&T actually got sued I don't know, for yeah. misrepresenting what they have. It's 5G, and they're still doing it. They're like, fuck everybody. We're calling it 5G. It's yeah, not they, so, so they're still putting the infrastructure. Though, so, though, but right? check this out. But check this out with the whole coronavirus thing. This is the scariest thing. Not just that it may be, If that theory is true, that it's, there is no coronavirus, and it's all 5G fucking people up. Uh, and it's giving them like you know flu-like symptoms and all that from all the radiation or 5G radiation. That's bad enough. But think about this. They're, what we're, what, all they have to do is just fake some virus here, and they yeah. could shut cities down, yeah. and they force martial law, medical mm-hmm. martial law, dude. Mm-hmm. Medical martial law. You don't think the deep state want there? Dude, there's so many guys about to go to fucking prison. So many motherfuckers going to prison. Oh, yeah. That's why they're trying to stop Trump because Trump is busting we gotta them do all an out. Episode on it. Trump sure. is busting all the scams out. There's all these scams been going on for decades. All these scams get their son working in an energy company in Ukraine. They get 50k a month. Yeah. We'll send a billion dollars in aid. You put 500 million back in my uh, foundation as a donation. Boom, we all get paid on tax money. So you don't think if you're going to if you're them. Schiff, Nancy Pelosi's son doing the same thing. Biden, you don't think they want a coronavirus type situation mm-hmm. up in here? <gasps> that would save their ass because 9-11 saved those motherfuckers who, who were stealing. Oh, the yeah, point, the $6 trillion? The, mm-hmm. no, $2.3 trillion that Donald Rumsfeld talked about. They were about to go in and investigate. Next day, 9-11, no investigations. So if we have like this fucking national pandemic, even if it's fake, then it doesn't have to be real. It doesn't even have to be real. Yeah. You could just say, okay, anybody that has a cold has a virus, and they just start quarantining people. You got to stay at home. You don't want to get sick. They put all they put all these. Uh, they're watching TV and they have all this fake shit that they're filming. People dying. People getting dragged out of the house so they stay in. They're scaring everybody. People dying. They're cremating bodies and all that shit. What do they do? They lock everybody down, and anybody they want to arrest, they just go to their house and just drag them out. Oh, he got a virus. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's social how, credit that's score how easy, in China. Yep. Just jacking these people. Like, uh, dude, some of these people are like, they're not even sick. They're getting jacked out of the car. Social credit score. That could be fake. It is fake. That's, that's all fake. Yeah. That could be fake ass shit to scare people mm. to stay. So check this out. You know where that that wouldn't work? They ain't gonna work in Missouri. 
That ain't gonna work in mm-hmm. Texas. You know why? Because the fucking guns. That only work. They could only do a fake pandemic. It could be real. It could be fake. Who knows? If it's real, that's good for them too. Real or fake, it doesn't matter. If it was real, unleash a virus, cause a fucking a national fucking emergency, shut everything down. No one's gonna get investigated. No one's going to jail. That's what they want. So whether it's real or fake, fake it. It still gets the same the, the same uh, results. You know what I mean? They don't get. They don't. They're not going to jail. So you don't think the deep state wants a fucking coronavirus here? They wish, but they're being watched. They've been being watched. You know, so they're being watched. All their moves. So it's hard to coordinate these false flag. It's hard to uh, put together. They'd do another nine eleven if they could right now. They can't. They can't. They they're can't being watched. Shit. They're being watched now. Yep. They're They've being got watched. Their backs against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So man, love it. They would love a giant nine eleven right now. Nobody would. They want a distraction so they don't go to jail. That's why they're uh, that fake impeachment shit. All that shit it's was just yeah. just to keep the Senate clogged. So they don't get investigated because what's going on, they're going after Trump because the people that recruited Trump, the good people in politics and the military intelligence, they recruited him. They needed a quarterback with balls. They yep. need, they, Ron Paul is saying the same thing Trump Trump's saying, mm. but Ron Paul had zero balls. He wouldn't. Yep. They would crush him like a bug. They needed that arrogant, pompous. They needed a guy that would thrive and get stronger with all the smearing. Every time they smear him, Trump just gets. He just wants revenge. And that's what they need. They need someone who will get revenge on these people. Because Ron Paul's like, eh, you know what? Let's let's start educating the children. They they're gonna do what they do. You know what I mean? They're all corrupt. But I, he ain't gonna do nothing about it. They needed an Axl Rose. They needed a lead singer that could hold it down with cojones. Yes, they need. Dude, Trump is the most gangster president of all time. There's never been a president mm-hmm. like this motherfucker. He's taking all them scams down. These scams that have been going on forever. They thought they were never going to get busted all the scams they're getting all it is is they're stealing our tax money trump is stopping the stealing of our tax money who cares if he's arrogant and pompous we needed someone like that otherwise the shit wouldn't be i want my my, i don't want my tax money getting stolen they're taking they're taking so Mm. much money from all of us and they're stealing it they ain't doing shit Mm. you hear what what adam carolla he was on with uh tucker carlson and adam carolla Trashed California politics. Holy shit! You gotta have Adam Carolla on your fucking podcast. That, I'm a huge Adam Carolla fan. Let's do it. He just he just trashed. He goes, you know why they're not uh, going after um, uh, homeless people? He goes, because they can't get any money off them. That's right. They only could get money off middle class people that pulling them over for a, a, a traffic violation because they know they can get money from you. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tax you with this permit. Yeah. They're gonna tax you with that. They're gonna tax. But the people like if they fuck with the people in tents, they're like they're not gonna get any money off them. Money. It costs there's no. Money. There's yeah, yeah. There's no money. There's no. They don't. They don't so if you don't have money, you basically can, you can do anything. You could dude. I love Mexicans. But those there's Mexicans just setting up restaurants on sidewalks, affecting people that pay for all those permits and all the, t- the business license and all that shit. You can't just have people just setting up restaurants on the sidewalk. You just you got to have some kind of laws. I, again, I agree you know, with that. Mexican, but yet also you also shouldn't be able to camp on the uh, that on the either. either. You can't yeah. be camping. You can't be camping. Either, you can't be though. camping. Well, here's the thing. What you're talking about? Not on about the sidewalk. Is, there's got to be you know an what? order listen, to it. Listen. But there, you don't. The problem is, the, and this is what libertarians talk about. It's the fee of entry. 
They make the fee of entry so high that only certain people can get in. So you have to have people setting up shop on these on these uh, on these sidewalks. It's a fee of en- dude. It, the fee of entry is every. It's like I don't know why libertarians don't push that more. They focus so much on free college and 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 and, and healthcare, which I know is a big issue. They don't focus on the shit that people can get behind. It's like let's get rid of fee of entry. Why are doctors having to pay so much to get their doctrine so that they're crippled by the time they get out of school? The the amount of money you have to pay to get a restaurant makes it so only elite people can get a restaurant. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Get rid of fee of entry, man. Yeah. Have it so you have to go through the system to get that thing, but you don't have to spend all your money just to have an operating fucking license. They don't want go. that, though. They don't want that. They, they don't want, want those that because they want all poor. the rich kids yeah. to be able to do it. Yeah, they want the blacks to be poor. They want the Mexicans to stay poor. One of them comes out on top. Black history they, that, is white example. future. That's your one that's example. You oh, go. he can do it. Why can't everyone else? Because only one person can fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants the government running health care. But we have a system that th- there's no checks or balances. These guys can charge out their assholes how much they want because they've, they've corrupted the government to make it so they can't challenge them. So what's the system? It's not free market, man. There's no free market health care. There's nobody going, oh, dude, that's $100,000 for that. Come over here. It's, it's 500 bucks. It's the same. There's no market. Cell phones and hamburgers are free market. I can get a $16 hamburger. I can get a dollar hamburger. There's no free market in healthcare. Stop telling me about the free market. Stop telling me that the free market's going to work it out. It's completely collusion. Mm-hmm. It's done. The libertarians keep focusing on, oh, do you know, fuck the government on healthcare. Dude, there's no free market. Why aren't you talking about that? It's completely and utter collusion across all boards. How can somebody own the cure to AIDS and then charge whatever they want? Why aren't there competing charges, people competing with a cure for AIDS? Because it's completely corrupted. Absolutely. Why aren't they focusing on that? Why aren't the libertarians focusing on the fact that we have fucking, we're giving subsidies to big oil? Why are you focusing on healthcare and not going big oil? Let's take away the subsidies. Because at the highest level of libertarianism, is all corrupt. The base is the same. The base is always good people. It's the people at the top who are manipulating the base. That is always the problem. Yep. Don't join groups. Be your own individual. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what uh, the presentation on Monday on Sunday. Sunday. Is what all is about. it? Tell them about self empowerment. You don't need churches. You don't need all these institutions. Individual power, freedom. Individual freedom. Get back your power. How you do that is with knowledge. Knowledge is the door. What I'm doing is basing everything on knowledge which is provable, verifiable, repeatable, and easy to access. It's not like, oh, this is a secret. I'm telling you where I'm getting my information. I'm quoting all the resources. I'm doing all of that. I'm showing how I'm I'm presenting a model which is unconventional but happens to explain everything yes. and syncretize everything whereas quantum physicists can't do it no one else can do it but this model that i'm, I'm coming dude explains I'm coming. everything it gives you the power back i'm coming by knowledge i have to work out some with my baby's mamas Please and her do. mother i'm gonna You'll give them a the credit card say tomorrow go do whatever you want light mm-hmm. that credit card up sunday i have to come to this thing and and uh, hear what you have to say. You will find that it'll be the best knowledge you've ever acquired. Eddie? It will set you... I, I have a baseball tournament. My no, son's no, got no, a baseball no. tournament all weekend, but 
Um, It'll be online. Don't worry. I okay. love you both so I've much. I've learned so much today. In the last three hours, I'm like, shit. I can't Thank believe. I can't. I can't believe. Yeah. I almost told your boy. Listen, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I don't do. I had a podcast. I stopped doing it. Yeah. I'm, I just. I. I do Sam's podcast every now and then because I love him. But if I never did another podcast ever again, JRE included, I would not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Really. I, the only. I, I'm turning down podcasts all the time. I just. I just. Um. Uh. I just don't. Uh, I just want to talk to people that are already on the same page. I'm not trying to. Uh, I, I'm not going to hold up a sign and try to change people's minds. The indoctrination's too brilliant. It's too high, high level. I'm just going to do my thing my way. I'll drop some shit if you ask me, but I'm not going to be the guy, a host of a show, trying to push some shit. I've said everything I had to say. Yeah. Either you're with me or you're against me. My social media, very little conspiracy theory it's mostly just jujitsu and my you know just business occasionally i'll get inspired and i'll drop (laughs) when i drop something when i drop something only people that know me know what it means Mm -hmm. if they don't know what if they don't know me they don't know which side i'm on Mm -hmm. and i do that on purpose i don't want to die i don't want to (laughs) get suicided i'm not into ref red scarves hanging in closets i just I'm, i'm trying to i'm trying to not die but if you ask me some questions i'm going to be truthful and um, behind closed doors, I'm all about finding the truth. Behind closed doors, that's that's where I spend most of my time. That's your safest. It's most bit. of my mm-hmm. time, I'm I'm looking for the truth. And every now and then, I'll drop something on my social media, but it's not going to be preachy at all. Mm-hmm. I, I might it might sound like I don't know what the fuck. What is this? Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. And then that's it. You know, that's I'm doing things in my own little special way, um, <clears throat> trying to enjoy life. I'm trying to. Um, um, I'm, you know, uh, maybe, maybe this life is supposed to have evil and that's what it is. Is How do you navigate through the evil or which way you're going to go? It's like a video game maybe. So I try to enjoy it. Like I'll blue pill on the weekends when I'm with my son, we're going to go watch those Disney cartoons <laughs> at the movies. We're just going to fucking do it. I see all the space they're, they're programming him with <laughs> and I'm like hoping, you know, I'll red pill him when he's like 16 or something. But I, I weekends I'm blue pilling. I'll have a fucking vodka and soda, double vodka something. <laughs> we do we do tinfoil hat comedy. It's tinfoil hat comedy, just so that people just don't expect us to be too preachy. Most of the time, we're telling dick jokes. And yeah, I'm good at jokes. It. You know what I mean. But every now and then, the reason why we do tinfoil hat comedy is because every now and then we will dip into some like a like a conspiracy joke a little, bit, and everybody will be on the same page and they'll get it. So if you do comedy in front of a mixed bag where half the people think Hillary Clinton is a good person, yeah, some jokes ain't gonna work, and you yeah. could you could die a horrible yes. death. Oh, that will so kill you. I learned that real quick. The first couple shows you put me on. And I noticed, like, man, this is like at the comedy store, you could have a mixed bag. It could be half, you know, Hillary is a good person and they're brainwashed. And then half the people might be, or maybe 20% might be on my, on my frequency. So then I asked them, I'm like, why don't we just do it like a tinfoil hat comedy shows? And that's what we've been doing. We've been going all over the country. And everybody that shows up is on the same page. They're expecting we're going to talk about 9-11 and some shit. We talk about pussies and dicks. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we do a Q&A at the, at the end so they get their fix. Yeah. Can you tell us where they can find all your stuff? Because so, I know I'm going to start listening and checking out all your stuff. Can you tell us where they can find all your stuff? Okay. YouTube channel is Mr. Astrotheology. One word. M-R. Mr. Astrotheology. And um, for you, Sam, I would say check out my best Flat Earth video. I don't like using Flat Earth, actually. I'm, I've, I've renamed it Plain Earth. 
playing. It's a, well, so it's, it's a plane. plane. Is it realms? That's my question. Yeah, it's a are, realm. Are there seven realms? Yeah. Is yep. that it? How many realms total? Seven below, seven above. The seven Sport. above are the seven planets we seven. know. Visible planets. They are the realms above. Oh, seven below, seven man, above. My like mind. the seven chakras. Okay. So, plane... Interesting. Plane, planet, yeah. Plane Earth is scientific. Globe Earth is not. I think this is the best... Plain Earth video you'll ever see on my channel. Just scroll down in the video. Can, can you send me a link to that one? Yeah, send us a you link. You got my number, right? Send me a I link to like that video. Link. I want to watch it. I want to hear it on the way home. <laughs> Eddie Bravo, thank you for making thank this you. happen. Thanks, Eddie. Hey, I we got some dates. So say our dates again. Uh, okay. Uh, April honey? 11th, we're, we're doing two shows at the Rec Room uh, stand-up show, comedy night at 7 p.m. And then Anomaly and then, will be joining us live on stage uh, for a live podcast. Huntington Beach, OC. Um, <clears throat> should be a lot of Mexicans there. Uh, then May 1st, Spokane at the Spokane Comedy Club. May 2nd in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. I think that's another 420 show. Yep. Last time we sold that out. And then Chicago, May 9th at the Den Theater. All right, <laughs> sir. Thank wow. you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate both you guys. All you guys in the room spending your Valentine's Day with us. I know your girlfriends are probably getting mad, but this is, uh, to me, a paradigm-shifting show. You answered a lot of questions. You've, uh, you brought up new questions, and I look forward to doing the research and trying to find my own answers. You, sir, are a G. Santos Bonacci. You changed my life, and I appreciate you. What is the name of the religion you said you study? Real quick, and then we're going to go. All of them. Okay. I do comparative studies, so What's I'm a syncretist. Yeah. Syncretize means to syncretize every field of human knowledge in your head easily. All languages, all systems of learning, they are all one. I'm in, brother. You're the mm. best. Guys, thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, XG. Thank you to the guys in the back. You guys did a great job holding cameras for three <laughs> hours. You guys are Gs. You must have love. Good luck. I will see you Sunday. I'm going to make that happen. And Thank I you. hope to see everybody there. Take care. Oh, guys, shit. I love you very much. Hey, it's a nice studio, Eddie. It's a nice studio. You guys are great. Take care. Thank you. That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs>